Welcome back, Dungeoneers. It's Sunday afternoon, and that can only mean one thing. It's time to play Dungeons & Dragons. You're watching Dyson Dungeons, and I'm here at the table with... I'm David Wong. I play Nines the Tabaxi Bard, who's playing Fred the Furbolg Fighter, who's playing himself. There you have it. I'm Nicole Bates. I'm playing Soria Ansul the Changeling Druid, who is playing Ortax, Artificer Ortax, the dragonborn black market for Vintech smuggler. And I'm Greg. I'm playing Ulseth Ralph, who is playing Uther Robert with an A. These are our undercover identities. Mm -hmm. Ulseth Ralph is a Furbog fighter. <laughs> And, <laughs> Uther, and takes Uther everything Robert, Robert is a furball fighter. <laughs> <laughs> and Fred is furball fighter. And I'm an artificer, I guess. That's why it's in your name. How many I'm, times can we introduce ourselves in this session? I'm still Alexis Bates, and I'm, you I'm need just playing the dungeon mistress. You, you need a cover identity, too. Um, I'm playing the dungeon mistress who's playing the game master. That's so we're playing good. a different game now? Uh, yeah, we've switched to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Oh. Shit, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> My whole character sheet is worthless now. I know one of our friends is now just trying to get into the studio to play with us. Yeah, this <laughs> Violent. We're, okay. we're not even broadcasting. He's just breaking down the door because mm. he heard us talk about it. Are there any announcements? Uh, there are a couple of announcements. Oh, good. First up is our reminder to support us on Patreon. Take it away, Greg. Patreon.com slash dice and dungeons, one word. Give us money. Thank you. <laughs> cool. I'm trying to do the nines version. <laughs> you no. give us money now! Perfect. No notes. Ship it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can sign up to be a patron today over on patreon.com forward slash dice and dungeons where you'll be able to support the show, support what we do, um, get a special tag on our Discord server to mark you as a patron, and you'll get to see uh, the behind-the-scenes improv warm-ups that we do. Um, among other things, I'm working on some PDFs of world content that you guys are going to have access to before anybody else does. As we release them, I'm working on finishing our world map, which I have, like, up here, but not in anything else. Do you want like me to get a, it out? There's also no, a private channel in the Discord. So. Yeah, patrons get their own channel. It's super special and cool. Yeah. And you can just join if you want. Mm -hmm. But not the special channel. Yeah, not special channel. Yeah, you can just join our Discord. Um, there's a link. Somewhere. There's somewhere. There's going to be a link somewhere. Just... Push I around actually, on the screen until you're there. By the time this broadcasts, I'll have a link up on all of the places you can watch this. The other thing that we have to talk about is that after some deliberation, uh, for quite a long time, we decided to take affiliate to, with Twitch. So if you want to sub to us on Twitch, you can now do that. And along with that, you get all the cool sub emotes uh, that are going to be added on the platform. And they should be added by now, as of this. But by the time this goes, yeah, yeah. Um, they will be on there. <laughs> but as a Twitch sub, you will also get access to these 
special channels and you get a special title on our Discord server to denote that you have subscribed to us, you're supporting us monetarily, and we appreciate that. So if you're interested in supporting the show uh, directly, we would really appreciate that and we will be happy to acknowledge you in all the ways that we can. Uh, I think that's good for those housekeeping announcements. Of course, we have our ongoing giveaway, which I am going to cut away to now. So take it away, Alexis. I'm not freeze framing, not this time. Too bad, because I'm just going to cut all that out. Mm. Oh, shit. Um, I, I, probably, I think it'd be great if I left that in. I'm not gonna, but I think you should. Yeah, yeah. including just, this conversation. Yeah, I think actually just <laughs> this part of the conversation. Just leave this in. Don't <laughs> no like, context. You don't get context. <laughs> Go on. Only our patrons get context. <laughs> yeah. So. Go on to Patreon and give us money. And we'll give you, you give, give us money, context. we give you context. Yes. <laughs> We're definitely cutting this out. <laughs> yeah. uh, wow. That was a great uh, announcement. Me. I liked I, the hat. I liked all the context we put in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have I to just do this I don't again think now. there is a hat, but maybe there is a hat. I'm not sure. Maybe I'll record one of those things when I do them with a hat on might do that. It's a good hat. Probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. Do you want to welcome the viewers back now? Uh, I mean, I did. I said it was... What I would love to talk about is our continuing sponsor, Geekified. Tell me more. Then tell us more. GeekifiedIowa.com <laughs> is... <laughs> Vinton, Iowa. No, GeekifiedIowa.com, right? That's the website. It is, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> I already screwed it up. Yep. Uh, our continuing sponsor is Geekified. <laughs> Geekified is a tabletop gaming store in Vinton, Iowa, that takes online and in-store orders for all of your tabletop role-playing game needs. Uh, as of recording, they were running um, several Magic the Gathering uh, tournaments. So those are things that they do over there. I don't think they have run one. Um, because this is going to be a really big one. And unfortunately, by the time this broadcast, it'll be over. But I want people to know that if you're into Magic the Gathering, you the Geekified Discord server and their store, they run all sorts of cool Magic the Gathering things that you can go and participate in, whether it's long-running tournaments or just Friday Night Magic. They try to welcome as many people as possible. You can order packs online. And when we're recording this, uh, Streets of New... Capenna, right. Streets of New Capenna has just released. Which is pretty cool. It is really cool. It's a cool set. And they've been doing a lot of great things over there. We're in a little bit of a lull of new D&D content physically. Uh, They are releasing the Multiverse of Monsters on uh, a solo. So that will be coming out if you didn't buy it in the... uh, Three book gift expansion rule set. Yep. Rules expansion gift set is the phrase there. Uh, so the next thing that's coming out for D&D that's big and totally new is not until August. Which um, but that also is uh, when they release Spelljammer. Yeah. So uh, if you are interested in picking up any of the previous expansions and story sets and different play settings for 
uh, D&D for the edition. Magic singles. They've got all that stuff over on geekifiediowa.com. Like I said. Exactly. The first time. Thank you, Geekified, (laughs) for your wonderful continuing support. We appreciate it and everything you do for us. Uh, With that, Dungeoneers, let's roll. Last time. Ah! On Dice and Dungeons. Fleeing north through the foothills, away from your former prison, you managed to avoid discovery by the Grotfell guards and finally arrived in the city of Ironvale. Your new traveling companion, Hulwen, let you know that they had a contact in the city, and that he could help you and your quasi-captive uh, former Commander Gargan Ulfstein Grotfell escaped the city with his daughter and enough funds to survive. However, in a turn of events that caught even Midnight Brunch off guard. Great name. Mm-hmm. Off guard. You were reintroduced to Koromanth, Hulwan's contact and apparent friend. We rejoined the group as Nines had just cast a suggestion on Koromanth to try and encourage him to share his uh, reasons for wanting to hurt, specifically uh, Glinvi, who goes by Galandra, the now heir apparent to the Ulstein Grotfell family, and sort of his plans more broadly. Do I have that? Yes, that sounds exactly like the thing I would ask for. Okay. Why do you want to know that? I like to know things. Curiosity killed the cat, you know. To be fair. Wait, what? If we're going oh. to be working with you, that might need to be a little trust building. Especially if you stole from us. Hmm. Well, I can't argue that point. And then you ruin a sign. All right, I'm a dragonborn right now. Can I talk like this? Does that weird you out? No, I'm actually fairly used to change things. In what? How so? I've spent a great deal of time with them. Where? Why? Here you in Ironvale. You spent a lot of time with them. Where in Ironvale? 
north of the city. In Brokellion's Keep. Yes. You are resourceful. Why were you in Brokellion's Keep? And why? And then we'll circle back to the Glinvy question, because they might be related, I'm feeling like. My former employer, Brokellion. I had been working for him for quite some time. He became obsessed with manufacturing new Fervantech, recreating the old technology and inventing new devices, new ways to power. That's why... He wanted the Oramal. Uh, yes, among other things. Like what? Well, your first encounter with me was trying to steal one of the largest fervent crystals that it was still known about. I was able to track down its location. And unfortunately for me, the three of you plus where... Whatever did happen to that fourth one? What's fourth one? The, the fire gun, I say. The goblin. Oh, that one! Oh, he's dead! Yep, he's definitely dead. Yep. You to don't me. have to check anywhere hiding in the rafters. Make a deception check. <laughs> um, deception. Can I give myself guidance? <laughs> Since you know that you're trying to deceive him, I'm going to say yes. Um, Fifth. No, 16. Well, I'm sorry to hear about his death. Losing a companion is never easy, is it? It was very sad. No. I was hired by Brukelion to find rare artifacts. It became sort of my specialty in life. He wanted a great deal of fervent tech, and I would bring it to him. Most of it was rather mundane. Steal from some rich asshole family, somewhere within the former Cormarian Empire, bring him their trinkets, he would experiment, usually ruin whatever he was working on, and then I would go find more and he would continue to pay me. That was our arrangement for quite a long time. However, he grew more ambitious, more obsessed, you could say, with making a name for himself. He's always had a bit of an ego. His father is certainly a character to live up to. Yeah, what is his dad's name? Ginthian. Ginthian. He's been leading the family for over a hundred years now. He's quite old. He's not expected to live all that much longer. He expanded the sphere of influence for the family to heights that it hasn't been in, well, since they left the Empire. Big shoes to fill leaves people insecure. You have, have big, big shoes, shoes to fill. <laughs> They're magic I bet, shoes. I, I don't need to fill them. Yeah, I bet your shoes are even bigger. 
make them bigger? Why don't you find out? I'm gonna play with the shoes while he's having this conversation. <laughs> All right, Cormonth is sort of staring, just like watching the shoes like expand and contract, expand and contract, expand and contract. I am going to try to make them expand and then keep expanding. <laughs> Does that work? <laughs> it, it, they sort of have a limit. But I can adjust. Not really. <laughs> you can pretend that you adjust. You can, um, the, the best that you can do is sitting there and like thinking on, off, on, off, on, off, on, off, on, off, to kind of hold them in an in-between state. It, this is, they're terrible shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so. That was quite a digression into uh, shoe magic. Corin. Hmm. What's um, your interest in Glenvy? Well, I didn't like Glenvy's way of handling things. How could it be any worse than Brukellian's? Glenvy became wise to her brother's activities. She began to make herself known within his sphere of influence. She's always resented her brother for being the one who should inherit the family. But they weren't ever at each other's throat. At least I didn't think so. No, I'm not so sure. Almost two months ago, her ship set sail, and her brother's been missing ever since. Funny that! Seems an odd thing. We hope they find him! Yeah, it's his birthday soon. I have a feeling that wherever he is, he's dead. He shouldn't try and miss the Voices concert. That's a concert of a lifetime. Insight check. Got cat butt. That one. Olsen <laughs> <laughs> realizes that there is deception going on and, and being attempted and failing all at the same time. What happens if we both get um, Well, my okay, total so deception would be five out of that one. So what would your total insight be? Uh, that would be a plus four. So five. So with our match. Okay, so... What what happens in game is that Soria. <laughs> we, I say something and then we just stare at each other confused for about three minutes. <laughs> Soria goes, Why would he want to miss the concert? That would be terrible. Worst decision ever. Am I right? <laughs> and then Nine stares like through Soria <laughs> and goes, Okay, and we're moving on. <laughs> that's, that's the scene that plays out. So you are a Coromon. Yes. What do you have against Glenvy? As I was trying to say before someone began playing with their shoes and quite distracted me. You are distracted by that? Unfortunately, yes. Huh. Do you want to see my shoes? No. Okay. What about his socks? Definitely no. <laughs> do you like gum? How did we beat you? Not necessarily. <laughs> 
What's your beef with Glenvy then? Why don't I'm... you just spit it out? <laughs> like this gum! <laughs> oh, that was pretty good gum that you spit out. You're right. Go pick it up. Hey, guys, I gotta go clean this place up. Quit spitting on the floor. This no. is like a derelict warehouse. You have to clean it up. I don't want it to look like people are ever here. Gum is a sure sign that people are here. Huh, we were in an abandoned city that had a ton of gum and there were no people. Yeah. Well, do we know? Maybe they were all just hiding from us. Mm, yeah. Wait, Maybe. were we questioning him about something? Yeah, what, what's your beef with Glenvy? Come yeah. on, man. Quit changing the subject! Corinth is just like... Stroking his mustache. Well? No, just staring dead-eyed at the three of you, like... Oh no, we have put Koromont into a coma. A coma? As I was Roth. trying to say. <laughs> yeah. You are not trying Several very hard. Several months back, Glynvi found out about her brother's operations, mm-hmm. began to make herself known, and intensified what he was doing. I do not know what you mean by that. As it seems like you may have some knowledge of, Brucalion had a keep north of the city, mm-hmm. hidden, so to speak, in the mountains. This keep houses all of his experiments. He was a fairly, well, if I must be honest, brilliant engineer. He designed a great many things, and they were all generally vicious, but effective devices. As a quick side note, are you wearing that potion arm thing, or is it in the bag? It's in the bag. Okay. Like this conversation. (laughs) Brucalion was trying his best to reverse engineer fervent crystals and the devices that Fervin used to tap into them. But he could not understand the principles of how it came together. And he couldn't recreate the forging processes that Fervin used to create the connectors and all of his power systems. That's the reason he kept having me go after rarer and rarer components, closer and closer to original Fervin tech, to see it at its most primitive, to see if he couldn't build off of that. Nordfeld, being close to Fervin's laboratory, was one of the first areas to receive his inventions, and thus an excellent place to plunder lost artifacts. So, as I began to bring him more, and he continued to fail. He grew ever more frustrated. By the time we met, he had already begun. He had already begun his process for creating the metals without a forging process. He'd been capturing changelings, imprisoning them, but not by himself that much of a contingent of his own troops would have been noticed. 
was working with some outside forces. I believe you may have recognized some of them in the past. I was forced to deal with them on occasion. The Tashira Noon. They began to interfere in our process. They got in the way of my work. My methods were compromised. They have a brutal efficiency about them. Uncaring about reputation, delicacy, diplomacy, even stealth. We simply didn't think about them. I didn't appreciate the company, to say the least. After I returned from Nordfeld, empty-handed, I found that Brukillian had left. He'd been missing for about a week by the time I got down here. When I saw what Glinvi was doing, I was already disgusted. She had more than doubled the experimentations that her brother had been running. Forcing these changelings to adapt there. What do you call them? Orat Malls? Mm -hmm. To some sort of primitive fervent technology. Changelings try to resist, but they don't have much choice in the matter. Glinvi took all of the fervent tech that I had on me, refused to pay me, and then threw me out of her service. But worst of all, she poisoned my credibility with other legitimate vendors. She ruined my business. I enjoy stealing from rich pricks and then selling their things to other rich bastards. They end up hating each other and I take money from both of them. Is that where the voice comes in? Ah. Well, the voice has a device that I'm interested in. An artifact. And he also makes for an absolutely perfect distraction for the entire kingdom. It's not just the Wolfstein Grotfels attending. There are other important members from different dragon families that will be here. What is this artifact? The artifact? Well... Nines, is it? Yes! She knows your name. Yes, because I'm famous! You Ish! May, you may be familiar with it. It is rather uh, mythical among most musicians and entertainers. Are you familiar with the legend of Samirn's Pick? Well, of course I am familiar with it! But my compatriots are not, so you no, should explain it to us. We know what it is. You don't have to worry about you it. You came from swamp. Yeah, but everyone's heard of Sum Sumerians back. Samirans. Samir, yeah. So they have no 
idea. Yeah. You should explain it to them. That pick. Uh, nines, you do actually know what this is, <laughs> even though I haven't had a chance to explain it to you as a player. But yes, nine, that's why I am. I am. <clears throat> I am agreed with you on that part. <laughs> I just wanted everyone to be clear that nines actually does know what this is. Samirn's pick, and I'm explaining this um, out of character, mm-hmm. so that you have uh, some chances to ask some clarifying questions here. Samirn's pick is a legendary artifact that is supposed to have been crafted by the uh, deity Samirn. Samirn, as all of your characters would know, is the uh, patron of artists, entertainers, uh, craftspeople, anyone who works with passion and expression and would have something to really pour their heart and soul into a creative endeavor. Like us. Samir is the one that they would ask for help. Samir's pick is a legendary pick, as one might use for a lute or a guitar, that is supposed to enhance your ability to play and make your songs incredibly enchanting. What it does exactly is it varies from legend to legend, and no one really is sure. So when the voice is now alleged to have Samir's pick, which none of you had ever heard of, including Nines, you didn't know that. Um, that the voice had it, supposedly. Supposedly. Supposedly had the pick of destiny. I mean, kinda. <laughs> you were unaware of that. But that is that is what Coromanth has just relayed to you. Is that this is an item of a deity. And the voice supposedly has it in his possession. Well, we can't let... Well, I don't know anything about Samir's pick, if I'm honest. Well, it's very important, and I should, I should definitely take it. But that's what Coromanth wants. We'll just keep it and give him fake one. And we'll be able to tell the difference if you do that. You can't hear me, I'm whispering. I have very good hearing. And you didn't really check. lower your voice. I'm not rolling insight I just shouted insight check. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Um, so how does stealing the pick screw over Glenvy? Imagine that the voice, the most famous Do entertainer in the world, has been invited by you personally to entertain on your birthday. And you are hosting the voice at your private home. And an item that was supposedly gifted to this world by a deity disappears from your possession? Oh, right out from under their nose. How embarrassing might that be? I'm gonna be honest with you, I grew up in a swamp. 
fair point. <laughs> so, this would ruin her ability to lead with credibility. Hmm. What do we do off pick once we get it? I have my own uses for it. I'll give it two gold for it. <laughs> what do we get out of this? You get everything else that we can steal. Everything? It could be my loot, too. Like, that's true. He might have that with it. Never know. I have not been able to scout what all of his possessions are. I have confirmed that the pick is within his quarters. But we're just, we're also going to be in the Austin Grotfell Manor, so. Is, is it everything's fair game, right? Like, it's not just the voices stuff. Correct. We're so, doing big boy crime, of course there's no limits. Like, so we could see if we could get information for Hillwyn, which would be good for both Hillwyn and to share a noon info for Ulsnath, maybe. Because they're in cahoots. Maybe we would find out why the Tashir and Noon are here. I mean, there's probably all sorts of info. They probably have way too much money. Yes, yeah. we can take money. They might have bourbon stuff in there. They might have, I don't know, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, good thing we can carry much. Um, so, I, you are a Hillwind. Uh-huh. What? What is your part in all of this? Why are you involved with this Koromat? Well, when I got into town a little while ago, <clears throat> I happened to find him late one night at a bar, and, well, he was plotting different ways of breaking into uh, the Grotfell estate. You were so, just doing that in the middle of a bar? Well, I admit that it wasn't quite just a normal bar. It, there was the bar in the Thieves' Guild. I'd wait, 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 way down there. wait. What? This town has a Thieves' Guild? <clears throat> of course this town has a Thieves' Guild. Why were you at the Thieves' Guild? Because I'm in it. It's a thief. Oh. No, that makes a lot of sense. The last time we had a thief, they kept insisting there was no such thing as a thieves' guild. And then Northfell. he was wrong! He was wrong the whole time! There's we knew no that. thieves' guild in Nordfell. Not anymore. We disbanded it. We it was captured never it. a thieves' guild No, in there Nordfell. was definitely a thieves' guild. Mm -hmm. There was this jerk. We saw their sign. I hit him with a stick. Uh-huh. That's the story. He fell on barrel! They couldn't spell thieves, right? Right. So it you, was probably children. So you were in a thieves guild. That's not a thieves guild then. <laughs> they were a group that stole together. I mean, like, there's no organization there was to a, like coordinate thievery among multiple groups. It's thieves, and there's a guy in charge. So, it's a thieves guild. That's just so a gang. A, <laughs> okay, what's, where's the line fall between? <laughs> Gang and thieves guild. guild. Multiple gangs <laughs> that shift and uh, constantly maneuver. Do you have each like other? a constitution or code or? <laughs> yes, or actually, we of... do. Oh, what is it? Oh my. Huh. Well, some fairly simple legal document that outlines. That makes sense. Why do you need legal documents? You're thieves. Yes. We all agree to abide by it. You should have an illegal document. <laughs> I mean, I suppose it is one. Hmm. If we, we steal that, does that make us leaders of Thieves' Guild? 
I know that just makes you jerks. Are you? How how low are you in the thieves guild? Well, I'm not in charge, but I'm not exactly the newest member. And there's Who is no the newest like, member? High or low? There's simply you are a member, and then we have our elected body that we elect once a year, and they help settle disputes and little more. How do we start side quests where we can join Thieves Guild? If you really want to join the Thieves Guild, the only rule about joining is that you have to successfully pull off a job. Hmm. Oh, we've done that! I got free pie! If we successfully yeah, pull a off a job, job, are we forced to join the Thieves Guild then? No, but it's advisable. Is there no Ludorf-style kingpin? No. Huh. Can chaotic good players join Thieves Guild? What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, people who do bad stuff for good reasons. I mean, that's generally a lot of us, yes. So you are a win. Yeah. You are a thief. I mean, not a very good one. Mm-hmm. I'm mostly just trying to find information. So if you detective. go to the if you go to the Thieves Guild bar. You can speak freely about criminal activity? Well, I mean, you want to handle it? Sure. We do speak freely about our plans. As freely as thieves will talk to one another, at least. Do you steal each other's plans? Is that part of being a thief? That's part of the code of the guild. To steal each other's plans? To not steal each other's ah. plans. Oh, they have a code. Yeah, we, we've been over that. <laughs> well, Seth. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> How many meads did you have? We'll just play ketchup. <laughs> I am trying to clarify through repetition. Good. Mm-hmm. So, do you have a plan for this job then? Admittedly. Not as of yet. Hmm. What's our timetable? We have a week before the performance. Excellent. That's like seven spell slots. The performance will be the perfect time to strike. It's when the most people will be gathered at the estate. It's when their guards and thus observers will be most occupied because they'll all be in the theater for their private entertainment. And they'll all need to be protected. All of these people bring personal bodyguards, and thus, they're all going to be clustered in one place. It leaves the rest of the manor less well attended than normal. Be right back. Run, run, attack! <laughs> <laughs> we had... We had something fall over. Hang on. <laughs> Welcome back, Dungeoneers. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, will only be a couple seconds for you. What happened was a fan that we used to keep some of our equipment cool while we are recording slowly vibrated its way over to the edge and then fell onto the desk and then started going thwack, 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 thwack. And that's the noise that you heard. <laughs> So we had to take care of that. And then uh, we had a couple of more human issues go on in between. So it's been a few minutes for us. 
getting back into the action, when we left off, I believe Soria had a question for Coromont. Yes. Uh, you had a question. Um, so we're looking to steal a pick that makes your magic performance, your performance super magic and great, right? Yes. And we're going to try and steal it during his performance, right? Correct. Why would he not be using said magic pick to make his performance really great during that time? He doesn't use it during the live shows. It's too much of a liability. Imagine you had the most rare, sought-after, exclusive pick in the entire world. Something of legend to musicians. Would you show it in public? Yes! You know, I grew up in a swamp, so I'm gonna go with I have no idea. The answer is no. You, you wouldn't. But you'd be so cool playing with Everyone it. Everyone would want to hang out with is, you and steal it. Is, is that the voice does singing but does not actually play an instrument? Does the pick work on a voice? Yes, that's who he is! Yeah, he's strumming. Clearly he's compatible boards. with it. I am asking Koromon. Oh. <laughs> a voice is as much an instrument as a lute is. The pick can enhance your performance, whether you are playing with it or not. But even its presence is a risk. As nines would know, every musician in the world would want it. Oh no, I want it! So, seeing it would be a risk not worth taking. He keeps it with him for private performances. Like, private, private performances? Because isn't this a private performance? In the sense that the public is not allowed in, yes. But in the sense that it is secluded, no. The voice has been known to give private performances. Why did you say it all weird like that? Because the voice is weird! Is this a sex thing? It's a sex thing. <laughs> Sometimes people say our name like that. What? They don't call us, it's a sex thing! <laughs> no. They go. Wait, is that your group name? It's a no, sex no. thing? No, we're, we're, we're way cooler than that. That's no, weird. but we do have it on a shirt! <laughs> we're we're no, Midnight we Brunch. I left my shirt on. Midnight up. Brunch. <laughs> Wait, you really named yourselves Midnight Brunch? Yes! yes came to us in a psionic torture moment. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like it. I'm, I mean, I think it's pretty cool to be part of Midnight Brunch. See? <laughs> Moving on. If you think it's stupid, what would you call us? I don't know. I don't know you well enough to give you a name. That's an awfully long name. That is a very long name. Yes, it is. So you basically have no plan, though. At the moment, no. There are several points of entry, but I haven't been able to gain enough sources yet. Do you have any information at all? I know some places that we could start. My position and visage is 
compromised. They know me at the Grotfell estate. I suppose they know Hillwyn as well. I mean, maybe. I I did sneak in there and almost steal a bunch of stuff. They might remember me. How, well, that's a good place to start. How did you sneak in? Um, We'll figure out the exit I mean, I part. jumped over the wall, then climbed up the side of the building, then... Mm. Good thing they were not stairs. Then broke <clears throat> into Glenvy's room. Lou, what's the room like? What? I mean, really extravagant? How much pink is in it? None. Are there any posters of the voice over the bed? Well, no. I mean, she's, like, in her mid-30s. Yeah, like that voice. would stop it. Or whatever the equivalent is for dwarves. I don't know, they live a long time. How is how old's the voice though? Like five hundred? I don't think the voice is that old. He's only been touring for like maybe ten years. So <clears throat> you were able to get all the way into <laughs> Glendry's room without without being caught? Well that's what I thought. But <laughs> They definitely saw me sneak in. And they were just waiting until I got out of the room <clears throat> to see what I took. So do you know uh, where along in your break-in you were detected? No, that that's kind of a problem. I'm not very good at it. So? I'm good at the, like, getting in. It's the leaving. See, like, that's where it all falls down. I can get in. I'm having a hard time doing the getting out part. Were you just spotted? Were the like magic alarms or? They didn't exactly tell me how they caught me. Oh, well, I know. Why didn't you ask? Yeah. I mean, I did, but they're not gonna tell me what they did. Hmm. Yeah, we can ask the guard that caught her. Yeah. Yeah, or let's do that. Maybe, yeah. Maybe the one who sets up the security, there's some disgruntled guards. I mean, I guess there could be. So, you who are Hillwyn? Yeah. Where would disgruntled guards and servants go? Is there a disgruntled guard and servant tavern? Most of the people who work at the estate, well, they, you know, come in kind of shifts. There's... They are shifty. There's two of them. There's two shifts, the morning and the night. So they change after 12 hours. The morning shift comes in at around 6 a.m. and leaves at around 6 p.m. That's when the night shift takes over. Both of them tend to go towards the Salty Dog. It's a local tavern. They hang out there and, you know, blow off steam, complain about the Grotfels. I've done a lot of eavesdropping there. Most of the people there aren't super happy, but that's not exactly unique here in the Karma Republic. Don't know if any of them have uh, weaknesses we could exploit, but I'm sure there's plenty of pissed off people. 
It sounds like a job for you. Yes, I can definitely piss them off. <laughs> yes. I'm not sure that was the goal. Well, what's his goal? I think they're already pissed off. Well, then I don't need to talk to them. Uh-huh. Do you three have any ideas on where we might go? Well... Obviously, we should go to Thieves Guild. What are we going to get there? Thieves! Maybe they have blueprints to the... the people steal those, right? Mm-hmm. I think we can just go get that, that city hall. I think city hall is the manor here. Things don't work quite the same way here in the Cornwall Republic as they do in Glendring. Did they have to file architectural drawings and obtain building permits before they established their their building? No. No? They do not. Are there any construction codes that they must follow? No. This place is pure anarchy! They do not. <clears throat> I think everyone other than them does. That is the correct response. And maybe the Tishira Noon. They might not have to either. The Tishira Noon haven't been building things here yet. Oh, they just occupied a building? They kicked out some of the lower-ranking Grotfels. Oh, like Gargan? Uh, no. I, I never lived in the estate. Oh, okay. I'm a kind of distant cousin. How distant? Not so distant they forget about you, but distant enough where I'm not involved in any of the centers of power. Did you get invited to the special birthday party? No. I'm not that important. Do you know who is in charge of security on the estate? Well, security is a bit of a cluster around the estate. See, none of the family trusts any of the security that anyone else will hire, so they all hire their own personal security. It means that they're always bumping into each other, and it's a constant chaos, but it keeps assassinations down. So do these security guards ever get into fights with each other? Or... All the time. Ah. Is Most there, of them hate one another. Is there a lot of turnover on these security guards? Where they might hire three new people? Typically, no. The Grotfels, like most dragon families, they learned that you gotta pay people real well so they don't get any ideas. Hmm. Their bodyguards are pretty darn well compensated and don't disappear unless they're killed. I've never known one of them to quit. So, they are looking for people who want lots of money and have no ideas? And are particularly vicious. Oh. Sorry, I killed plenty of people! Only a couple. <laughs> well, unfortunately for you, there aren't any openings. How do you know that? It's not that hard to figure out who's hiring who around here when you're part of the family. Why is there internal job postings? Basically, yes. One of the things they do a lot is hire more distant family members. 
if the centers of power within your family start to give you a little recognition, maybe you wind up uh, the mayor of a town or, you know, in charge of some modest prison. They put me in charge of that place because they wanted someone who didn't look important enough to trust with real problems. They didn't think we were real problems. No. No. They thought you were real problems. They wanted the appearance that there was nothing going on. Oh, they thought we were real problems. High five! Huh. We did it! We became a real problem. We're a big boy problem! <laughs> Most of the people on top in this family and all the dragon families think that the rest of us don't see shit. But we do. We know about it. And a lot of us are just waiting for whatever opportunity we can get to stab the rest of them in the back. That could have been so a good name. A I'm problem. a little hesitant to ask this, but... What size shoe do you wear? <laughs> is the... Uh, 75. Is the um, estate on a separate sewer system from the rest of the city? And I'm not sure I want to know the answer. The estate and the city, for that matter, don't use a sewer system so much as a hole out back. For the estate, they have other people remove their movements. How primitive. How unsanitary. I think that's just manual labor is cheaper than building a sewer here. I've been to Glendring. It's nicer. There's not all that much great about any of the cities here. Unless you go to the capital. Well, they're more than happy to flush their problems uh, right out into the river. Travels downstream and then... Does that mean poop? Yes! Okay. <laughs> Usefully, uh, the Ikthani continue to make hives all along the river, and they seem to have some sort of use for it. For poop? Apparently. Mm-hmm. You gotta acknowledge our seven and under demographic. All right. So. How do we weaponize this poop? <laughs> we can be the poop show, Alex. <laughs> well, they can do poop jobs. Also, if you can be Poop Smith, <laughs> that's why we get the millennials chuckling because they know what that is. <laughs> so when are we going in? for that new demographic? So we have to we have to invade the King of Town's castle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have to go for the king of town. <laughs> okay, Home so what have we found out that is useful so far? That Homestar Runner is still funny. It's still relevant. <laughs> <laughs> and it's desperately needed in this day and age. <laughs> you guys can't get through like three sentences without going off, going off on something tonight. So, are we supposed to stay on track with something? 
We yes. need. We know we nothing are. so far we other than that week. we have no way to get in. We have a week. We can check out the Thieves Guild. Mm-hmm. Um, we know where a lot of the people that work at the estate go to drink and be annoyed about where they work. We know that they don't have a sewer, so we don't have to go through a sewer to get in. That's pretty nice. Right. We also know that if we go in the way Hillwin went in, we would be caught. So what we need to do is find out, I think, a few things. Being an expert at heists, I assume, having learned from the best. We did at least one heist. Yeah. We stole a pie once. Yes, we almost stole instrument. All right, so we need to know what is their security. Like all of the different, they might have magic security, like your screamy stick. They might just have a lot of guards. They might have some weird fervent thing that irradiates you. Do you think that Safety Inc. might be the vendor? I don't think that's here. Wait, Safety Inc. or Security Inc.? I thought they had branches everywhere. I don't think so. Farm Office, is there a Security Inc. branch in this town? (laughs) Important answers. Weirdly, yes. What do you mean, weirdly? It's only in Nordfeld in here. It's only Nordfeld in here that I'm aware of. Well, perhaps they might have some information. If we find out how this is protected, they may be able to tell us what is there and how to get through it. Oh, good. You think they contracted them? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, security's in their name. <laughs> I don't think they did. All right, so I need to know what is the security they have? Mm-hmm. What's the layout and floor plan so we can plan our entry and the path through because we don't want to dawdle around. Mm-hmm. Will that also be the exit? We'll also need to plan an exit. Mm-hmm. Jump out the window! You, yeah, you did that before with the yes. ogres. Mm-hmm. It's great strategy. It keeps working. As long as no one behind us has also has Featherfall. So, what we know is practically nothing about how to get in, where to find anything once we get in, and how to get out. Is that correct? Uh, At the moment, yes, that Ah. is correct. We need to develop a plan. That means a reconnaissance. Perhaps you three may have some more uh, ability to discover what's really going on there. Unfortunately, I am a known person on the grounds of the estate. If they see me snooping around, they'll know what to expect. Can't you transform? (sighs) Not as such. I can disguise very well. I have some Illusory abilities. Is that a fake mustache? No! Ow! How soft was it? I pocket one of his hairs. <laughs> I can't change myself. I can cast some minor illusions, but... I do know this. The grounds are protected by some enchantment. It disrupts 
a great deal of illusion magic when you enter it. I put his hair in a pile. Just in front of him? Yeah. That's weird. We learned recently that having body parts on pe- from people like hairs and blood and stuff from Dole, remember? Mm-hmm. Helps you communicate with them. So I started getting samples. <laughs> Your little black bloke is just <laughs> filled with body parts. <laughs> Hair and blood. <laughs> yeah. Like, can you sneeze in this? <laughs> Address? Can you spit here? <laughs> Unknown. Phone number. Unknown. Hair. Yes. Tape that on. Heart. Heart. <laughs> so you who are Koromans. Yes. You I'm are saying that if you were sneaking around, the Ustain Grasfeld to state that you would be suspicious, but that if we s- were sneaking around, we would not be? <laughs> you can... I'll uh, just pull some of your fur off. <laughs> you can ask some questions. Ah. The estate isn't closed up for all intents and purposes. It is where the real business of the city is done. There's technically a city hall next to it, but it's mostly for show and record retention. The Grotfels make most of the decisions. Then they force you to go file and pay a whole bunch of fees to City Hall, which they, in turn, take a great deal of the money raised from it. So, it's not hard to gain access there. So long as you're not trying to use magic to present something that you are not. So, without using magic, this is just an idea that I'm going to throw out. Go on. Ah. There is going to be a concert. What if Nines, who is a very famous musician, were to present... He is? Yes. Yes, That's what I've been telling them. Does the magic detection affect my changeling powers? I don't believe so. The magic that I've seen doesn't seem to be tuned towards wherever you get that ability from. My heart. So, Nines, what if you were to be the opening act for the unknown act that will be the second act in this birthday party. I mean, I feel like they would know who that is and know that I am not them, but okay. (laughs) Is there an opening act? I mean, uh, technically speaking, the first act is the opening act. Ah, but there is going to be a second act following the first act, which is not the opening act for the second act. There are supposed to be two other performers. Uh... Heard that one of them might be Sarah McGoblin. Yes, we love Sarah McGoblin. And the other is a more local pop star. I think they're actually a member of another dragon family. Yeah, you could be the opening act for that group. And we could appear at the estate and say, ah, we are here as the opening act for the local act, which is the second act of the concert. And we would like to. What? <laughs> we would like to observe. We would like to review the area in which we will be performing so that we know how to set up. Yeah. Can I have a hair? Oh, yeah, sure. Thanks. I 
You have a lot of those vials. <laughs> yeah. You have a lot of that hair. I buy a lot of stuff. Vials, mostly. <laughs> I need hair in case I need it later. I need hair in case I need it later? Yeah. I'm going okay. to take sevens and just get, like... Tens. Some, like... I don't know. Saliva? It's not hairy. They're, like, plated, right? I mean... Oh, I guess yeah. saliva. <laughs> squeeze, squeeze a little saliva into a jar. There's a lot there. All right, great. It's a bullet. There's a lot of mouth. Just in so, case I need to track something. You did not like that idea. Let us go to the Thieves Guild and uh, reconnoiter. Well, we should figure out what these other acts are, right? If we want to integrate them into our plan. Mm -hmm. We should also get lunch. Ah, if we found the performers who are the local performers of the second act, <clears throat> perhaps they would be thrilled to have an opening act for them. I'm not quite sure how we'll convince them to let you all on stage. Ah, I bet you could. <laughs> Why would we want to be on stage work? if we're sneaking in and stealing stuff, though? No one will suspect me not stealing from the voice. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> we would not need to sneak in if we were on stage. We would already be in. But then we would have to be on stage. But only for one act. How long do you think an act is? Oh, 10 minutes? Well, that's about right, yeah. <laughs> so we would have plenty of time before and after. Well, before we make our plan, let's get information. Okay. And lunch. And lunch. Um, what's better food, the Salty Dog or the Thieves Guild Bar? I would never order any food at the Thieves Guild Bar. Why? The cook is terrible. Who's the cook? What's his name? What's his tragic backstory? What does he think happened to him? <laughs> <laughs> the cook's name is uh, One Leg Jonathan. One Leg Jonathan? Yeah, only has one leg. Oh. And at the time, there were several Jonathans in the guild. It was easy enough since we don't much trade in last names to simply call him one leg Jonathan. Do all the other Jonathans have nicknames? They did. What are they? Well, <laughs> Smelly Jonathan? That was one of them. Yes. Uh, the other one was w Weird Jonathan. <laughs> Very weird. We just called him Jonathan to his face, but <clears throat> everyone else called him Weird Jonathan. Uh, and did you call did you call Smelly Jonathan Smelly Jonathan to his face? Yes, <laughs> he was the one who suggested it. Hmm. The last Jonathan was. Did any of them choose to do to John or Johnny instead of Jonathan? <laughs> no, they all insisted on Jonathan. Is <laughs> <laughs> that just a thieves guild thing? I don't think so. Okay. So we will not eat at the Thieves Guild. Wait, you didn't get the last name. Oh, the last name was Smart Jonathan. Oh, did you call him that to his face? No, we didn't <laughs> want him getting a big ego. Oh, what did you call him? Well, to his face, uh, we, we just called, called Jonathan, Jonathan. too. 
<laughs> Did you have weird nickname? Mm, no. Did you have weird nickname that no one told you to your face? Maybe. We'll find out. Write them down and ask questions we must get answered. What? What his day weird nickname was? We'll ask one leg Jonathan. But first we go to the salty tongue. Yes. But first, yes. But first, Tranya. They have Tranya at the salty dog. I think you have to go off world. Oh, that. no. Mm-hmm. I rolled an at one. They don't have Tranya there. In fact, there's no, this, it's not in any part of the city now. All right. Where's... Wait, you're serious? You need to go get lunch right now? We're yes. going to get it at the salt. I mean, I'm pretty hungry. Yeah. We've been traveling for days. And if we ordered food at the Salty Dog, we would be less suspicious. Very well. We'll go to the Salty Dog. Come on. I'll lock up as we leave. The wind is just like... They're just walking out the door, clapping. Is this their favorite restaurant? Do you like the Salty Dog? What's good? Um, well, it's my favorite favorite restaurant in town because it's a fusion restaurant. What's it fusing? The food's together. Oh, like it's like Like you mix your peas and mashed potatoes together. So it's a stew restaurant? No, no, like they have corn on the crab. Oh god, this is just (laughs) the tiny crab! (laughs) This is one dish. You eat corn like that's on the crab. They fuse the foods together. It's a fusion restaurant. What? <laughs> so they do they have to use adhesives? No, they use magic. They're using magic for that? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's uh, go Does that affect it. the flavor, the magic that they use? I would hope so. Well, yeah, I mean. Oh, let's go get some corn on the crab. I do not want corn on the crab. We'll have other things, old Seth. Oh, we'll there's. Picky eater. Ah. They have more than four things on the menu. So it's already better than tangy crab. Mm -hmm. So lead the way. All right. Hoenn and Koromanth lead you across town. I'm Vortex again. (laughs) Are we supposed Um, to be in disguise Are you carrying tens at the same time? Sevens, yeah, in the little pouch. Gargan asks you to bring him some food. What do you want? I don't know anything that doesn't sound disgusting. Corn on the crab? I'm not that big of a fan of fusion. Mm. So do you just want to pick something up at local fast food place on way back? (laughs) (laughs) Just bring me whatever you think sounds the best. Maybe they have a bread and cheese fusion and it's Don't make it purposely gross. Why does everyone assume the worst of me? Because you regularly do it. <laughs> yeah, we are not assuming. We are simply I mean, reporting what we observe. you did just, like, absentmindedly knock his glass off of the table and break it. Well, why was it there, then? I mean, it was, like, next to him on the table. You just reached over and started pawing it off. Well, if he didn't want me to break it, he should have picked it up. Or glued it to the table. I... <laughs> I mean, I suppose that's fair. Just don't make it disgusting. 
All my cups are metal because of that. Do you want me to watch after your sevens? No. Bends! All right. Just figured it off her. I'm not going anywhere. All right. And he's not exactly light. Yeah. It's just a lot to carry around town. They're just trying to be nice. No. <laughs> You're trying to steal them again. To go where? I li I'm literally having to leave town because of you. <laughs> Let's head out. Let us go to the salty dog. You make your way across town towards the salty dog. Is there a dog? There is. On the side? Is it or the mascot or is it just no, a stray? No, there, there is a dog. Hmm. And well, everyone starts petting it as Nines. they go in. Check to see if this dog is salty. I can't speak with animal. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me, dog! Are you salty? Hmm. Yeah. He says yes, he is. Ah, then we are at the right place. Ask him. I like to roll in the salt pits. Ask him who's in charge of security at the Grotfell Manor. Who's in charge of security at the manor? I mean. They, they kind of spread it all around, but uh, the one that comes the closest is the estate's general manager. Who's, wait, Looks kind of like you, actually. What? Kind of pointing at nines. It's, that uh, almost seems convenient and something we could use in the future. What are you talking about? What's convenient <laughs> that we could use in the future? He's a general manager. Yeah, it's the estate's manager. The estate's manager looks like me. Probably just uglier, though. Um, I mean, it's not exact, but, you know, you're kind of close. So what's... I mean, if I can trick a dog, I can trick um, everyone else. What's their name? Why would he know he's a dog? <laughs> Ask the dog. Wait, what don't I know? The name of the, the manager. Oh, Tablafin. Tablafin? That's what we yeah, what? What? Not bark. <laughs> no. So, could you please ask the salty dog? I mean, you can ask him. Yeah. I can ask him. Yes, you who are a salty dog. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If we were to try to find, <laughs> you can't he understand him. He said yes. <laughs> <laughs> this I am is talking to the dog. I know, yes, but you but don't you know what the dog's answer is. I know, <laughs> but Nines does. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean I'm going to translate for you. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> so, you who are the salty dog, uh -huh. would you please tell Nines the names and descriptions of? <laughs> the servants of, and guards of the Grasfeld Manor who are most likely to let us in and let us out safely. <laughs> that is a very complex question for a dog. Can I have a treat now? When you tell him. Treat! What came out when you said treat? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it was, this whole dog like do you have Do you have a table for that? Oh yeah, absolutely. I do. You know what sort of unprepared fucking DM do you think I am? Where I don't have a whole table for your night. Sevens. This is a dog. What is tens? So what comes out of your knife is a little strip of of salmon. 
One for you. One for me. <laughs> Those would have been raw. So, did the salty, did the salty dog t- give you any information about who might be turned against this? No, it's just a dog. It does not understand the motivations of. Why are we having like a whole animal interaction? Right because now? we have animals. This is the DM's nightmare. So, what color do they wear? Ooh. The GM. Uh, gray. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we go into the into here? Well, I got nine minutes left to spell. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you think happened to Vervin? <laughs> Who's Vervin? Tell me about tragic backstory. Um. Well, I was born in a litter. I'm of so sorry. <laughs> you worked in the salt mines. <laughs> nope, just <laughs> lived by them. Uh, liked to lick up the salt. And roll in it, and chew it, and play in it, and carry it around, and then I came here. And then I named whole restaurant after you. What? What's that say? The salty dog. What's that mean? Well, you're a dog. Uh Uh-huh. And you're salty. Uh Uh-huh. So it's named after you. What does the salty dog It very say? clearly has a picture of you on the sign. <laughs> Not that you can understand me. Why would they name it after me? I don't know you're there. Huh. Can I have another treat? Do a trick. Poops. That's not a trick. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, you think a trick is anything you can't do? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, Try again! It's just pawing at you. No, do a trick! I can do that too! <laughs> he, he, like, rolls over and starts kind of rolling around on his back. Zoria, does that count as trick? Yeah. Seven! I go into the bar. I continue to have seven minutes of conversation with this talk. <laughs> Everybody else goes into the bar. Um, welcome to the Salty Dog, the saltiest place uh, in the city. I guess. Insight check. Is that how it goes? You're outside talking to it. I can know. hear the conversation. <laughs> Uh, is this like a family restaurant situation, or is this more of a bar? It's a family bar. Is that what we're calling it now? <laughs> how come the whole family can is, get drunk here? <laughs> how come a third of the places we visit, we're apparently talking to trainees? <laughs> is it at least clearly labeled that they're trainees? Yes. They're uh, they're a uh, dwarf. And their badge says uh, Margaret. How's it spelled? M-A-R-G-R-E-T-T-E. T-T-T? T-T-E. Oh. And I have a very important flavor question. Okay. How many pieces of flair? There's no flair here. <laughs> 
it's very like slick inside. It's very, you know, clean and uh, the walls are sort of uh, bare. It's a lot of just exposed stone. Is this like one of those fast food places that they bring the food to you? No, 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 no. Um, There's loud music. Um, the lighting's very low. So, so you who are the trainee, is this table service or do we order at the counter or do, and you bring it to our table or do we just wait for it here at the pickup spot? Uh, we, we seat you and then uh, someone will be around to take your order. Are there anyone here who come, who, yeah. is there anyone here who works at the Grotfell estate? Yeah, like half the people. Are any seeing, well, well, let's look around. All right. Can we have a table? Sorry, I asked if they're part of the Thieves Guild. Are you part of the Thieves Guild? Huh? The illegal Thieves Guild <laughs> that hides under the city. No. Okay. That's what. Did you do insight check? Um. Fifteen. Pretty sure that they're not part of the Thieves Guild. All right. Could we have a table, please? Yeah. Of course. All right. Come on, let me show you. To table 49. 49. So as we walk over, it's over there. Thanks. As we, so do you just, do you want to be a host your whole life or? <laughs> no. Do you want to, if I give you a spear, do you want to go find your destiny? That's what we do with hosts at restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> this is why no one wants why, to work anymore. <laughs> why Why would I want a spear? To go adventure and find your true calling. Oh, I, I, I want to be a nail artist. Like a blacksmith? No, like I want to paint people's nails pretty things. Oh. Well. How much does it cost to start that business? Um... I mean, not that much, but I'm gonna have to save up for a while. I'll probably need like, geez, at least 30 gold to keep it going for a while, get my supplies, save up, and make sure that I can pay my rent, enough to have a little advertising money, get some new clients, and I'll get there eventually. What do I get if I invest in business? I'm not really looking for investors. I throw 30 gold on the ground. I want to invest! Okay, what do you want? Shares and company! And you have to paint his claws. Uh, I mean, I can try painting claws. I've never painted claws before. It has to be easy! I I think. Well, there's not a lot of surface area. Oh my god, they're so tiny! Oh my god, they go in and out! (laughs) (laughs) They're just out all the time. (laughs) Nine to seven a day. Is there a guy who looks like him who comes by? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there is. Tiblaffin? Yeah, Mr. Tiblaffin. The dog told us about him! Huh? The dog outside. The salty one. Did Margaret pick up the 30 gold on the ground? 
Um, she she is actively picking it okay, up. Okay, yes. I just wanted to make sure that that, that was happening before I removed it from my inventory. I <laughs> uh, are you are you talking about salty up front? Yeah, the dog. Well, I really should have asked for his name. Yeah, that was pretty rude. Well, he's a rude dog. Was he? Yes. I couldn't hear him. I mean, you could hear him. You couldn't understand him. Right. Yeah, there was a little, like... It was pretty cute. Yeah. So, when you invest in that nail business, you'll need this, and I give her my spear. <laughs> hey, Margaret! Is this, like, a... Like a cuticle pusher? No, a hobgoblin threw it through my chest. Hobgoblins do their nails with this? No, they threw it through my chest to try and kill me. Why do I need this for doing nails? Uh, because some hobgoblins come in. Yeah. And ask for a spear back. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Thanks, I guess. I'll put it with my stuff and take it home at the end of my shift. Uh, here's your table. Thank you for the money. Uh, we can talk business, I guess, later. What are you talking about? Didn't you just invest? In... Oh, that's right. Yes, I did do that. Yes. Well, we, we can talk afterward. Yes, we have important business to discuss. Okay. Can I get the menu? Uh, yeah, sorry. Here, here they are. Your server will be with you soon. What's my server's name? Uh, your server's name is, uh, Torvin. What's this about your tragic backstory? He works here. He works here, I guess. I That's okay, we'll ask him ourselves. Torvin comes over. It's a halfling. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Torvin. Oh, welcome to the Salty Dog. And have you had a chance to look over our menu? We had the menu for like three seconds. Well, let me give you a few minutes to look that over. And while I'm here, let me tell you about our specials. Today, we're offering a watermelon pasta. It's uh, the chef's specialty this week. And let me tell you, it's really an interesting dish. Uh, Notice he didn't say good. <laughs> I I was amazed at the flavors. So you you are a Torben. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, is there anything available that is not fused? No, this is a fusion restaurant. Everything you, on our menu you... has been fused together by our expert chef and uh, culinary inventor. What you... is the water fused with? Lemon. The water? The water's not on the menu, so it's just water. Do you have cheese and meat fused on bread in a stack? <laughs> uh, no. We do have some meat bread. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even say meat bread. <laughs> no, the concept was just too ridiculous to get out. Yeah, I'll take a meat bread. <laughs> so, is, isn't that just meatloaf with just more breading between it? <laughs> the, the, uh, the image in my head, which you'll see in a moment, is just top-notch. Uh, do you have bread meat? Uh, no, just meat bread. 
last week with bread meat. <laughs> so, what is the least disgusting cheese thing that is on your menu? <laughs> we have a friend who would like something like that. <laughs> um. <laughs> For takeaway. The least... <laughs> this is done. This is just absolutely stupid. Have we found out how to break into the... <laughs> Do you have an egg fused to a stick? <laughs> what? Why are we role-playing this? You said it was a fusion restaurant. This is your ride that we're on. <laughs> I mean, you guys are the ones that want to go been, to the restaurant. It could have been just like a burger joint or something. <laughs> no, you know, with three kinds of burgers and, and a little condiment station. I mean, they have that. It's just three burgers fused into one burger. <laughs> it's a burger where it's been, the bread's been fused with the ketchup. Is that bread ketchup or ketchup Do you have bread? a fractal burger? <laughs> Oh no, we just ran those. Sorry. I Are they there... increased exponentially? Yeah, that was <laughs> weird. We had a real rush on them. <laughs> is is anyway. it in the background, or they're just jars of condiments that are just fused condiments? Like when you go to the store and you find the peanut butter and jelly in the same jar for some reason? <laughs> you, you nailed it. Like, um, so right. there's some, some bottles of wine that have been prepared with the meals and <laughs> just pour them out. We'll take three meat breads. All right, and... Well, that's what I want to order. <laughs> it's what you want to order. And can I suggest... No. <laughs> what about Cormac? What kind of appetizers do you have at this joint? Do you think we're going to eat more than three? The five of us will eat more than three. <laughs> this is disgusting. I will have crab lobster stuffed with taco. <laughs> <laughs> and do not forget the takeaway of the least disgusting fuse thing that you have. Well, may I recommend, with your meat breads, a pairing of olive cheese. It is- No, you can't recommend that. It is a uh, sweet and salty uh, soft cheese paired with the flesh of an olive fused together into a very distinct flavor. Yeah. Not once in any of the food you described did you say this tastes good. We need uh, four meat breads and seven of those cheese things. <laughs> With a lot of unfused water. You want, you want uh, seven olive cheeses? How big are they? I would say that one platter usually does it for a table. <laughs> I would like this appetizer for the whole house, please. I want to inflict this on everyone here. Um, do we need to take a break? No, right. 
<laughs> you need to take a break. Are you broken? <laughs> yeah, we'd like to order an olive cheese for everyone here in the restaurant. Just this one. is real stupid. Why did I allow this? This is my fault. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm laughing so much. I'm crying. Okay. Woo. Oh, that is terrible. Why did I invent olive cheese? <laughs> Okay. Or meat bread. <laughs> so we'll take five meat breads and an order of olive cheese for everyone here in the restaurant except us. And the guy in the white suit will be paying for it. Actually, do you have any pickle broccoli? Ooh, fresh out of the pickle broccoli, my friend. Ah, oh, that no. is more than one thing that you are out of now. <laughs> How come every time nines want something, you no longer have it? We don't have any pickle broccoli, but we do have today's special alfalfa salmon. Hmm. That actually sounds the best thing out of all of us so far. We take s- salmon and then fuse it magically to slowly be aged in our smoker and grow a special breed of alfalfa right up out of it. We cook it all at once and serve it to you fresh. Has this restaurant ever been brought up on war crimes? No, we don't go to war. (laughs) Was there a established on plaque somewhere in this facility? No. No, there's not. It's... So when, when did this restaurant get erected? Um, we have been in business for a while now. I would like a date, please. <laughs> there, I, quite a long time ago. <laughs> it. L- How long do you think we've been open? Three months. <laughs> longer than that, my friend. Six months. Definitely longer than that. Five months. <laughs> uh, still definitely longer than that. We're we're in the like quite a few months phase. <laughs> like nine. Oh, at best least. number. <laughs> Under a year though, because you're still counting in months. Oh no, it's probably more than more than a year. Quite a few months. You know, there's more than a year, but less than nine months. (laughs) At least that. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'll be right back with your olive cheese and your meat bread. Not our olive cheese. (laughs) Everyone else's olive cheese. Thanks, friends. And uh, I'm going to bring over a complimentary pitcher of our house specialty. Our martini. So, just wait for those. A martini. Are you going to tell us what's in it? Oh, uh, we fuse martinis with the glasses, so you just chew the whole thing. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. Also, there's cheese in the martinis. <laughs> hey, Helen. Yeah. Why do you like this place? Oh, every time I bring someone here, they just can't stop laughing about all the stupid <laughs> shit that's on the menu. It's great. 
So you don't like the food? No, just the people. Why does everyone keep putting us in terrible restaurants? <laughs> I'm well, going. if I thought about it, I'd have to say that the show just wouldn't be the same if you guys went to a good place to eat. I'm going to get up. No one even acknowledges the fourth wall break there. No, no. <laughs> I'm too tired. <laughs> that took a lot out of me to deal with all of that. Did the, so, what was the worst part? Was it the olive cheese? I think the olive cheese is where we finally broke. Yeah, you know, the red meat, bread, bread I, meat. I, didn't help. No. I don't like the server not telling us anything about the flavor profiles. It's a very interesting flavor. <laughs> so didn't we didn't we come here to uh, try to find people who yeah. have essential Well, now we're just going to burn it down. Well, that's what I was about to try and do. Oh, okay. Go. I'll get up and walk over to wherever there's a bunch of people. Okay, sure. There's a fairly large group gathered at the bar. Shit, do you want me to be subtle about that? <coughs> no. Just defective. I'll walk over to the bar and say, I have money if you want to tell me about the Gratfell estate. Oh yeah, I'm on Dragonborn. <coughs> I have money for information on the Gratfell estate. Anyone willing to take it? It depends. What do you want to know? <clears throat> Does anyone have a layout or a floor plan that they could draw up for us? Um, I mean, what are you interested in? Why do you want a floor plan? I'm willing to pay money here for not having questions asked. Yeah, well, usually folks like you get what you want, and then one of us gets killed. Hmm. That's happened before. Who kills you, me or the Grotfels? The Grotfels. Oh. <laughs> well, I hate the Grotfels. Yeah, so do we, but we live here. You're just traveling through, aren't you? Yes. All right. So, what do you want from all of us? And they're, they're all kind of looking now. Like, there's a pretty, pretty big, good, diverse group of them there. If you could put number values to how diverse they are. <laughs> so. Okay, so I will explain this joke. <laughs> Because yeah, yeah. by the time this airs, it's going to be weeks after the Activision Blizzard <laughs> diversity, diversity chart thing came out. And that, that happened just yesterday. So that, that's the joke. I'm sure we'll all be forgetting about it by the time this airs. I'd be interested in as detailed a possible floor plan. <laughs> of the estate and uh, what you know about its security for illegal purposes. For illegal purposes? Yes. Well, at least you're honest. Okay. Um, well, how they... much are you going to pay? I have 10 gold. 10 gold? I love the the rising question. 
death and look at each other? That's it. That's all you can offer us is 10 gold. How much do you get paid? <laughs> well, that's a lot more than we get paid, but it's not nearly enough to risk our lives. So, how much are you going to pay us? Come on. A hundred gold. There's a little murmuring going on. Make it a thousand and I'll got a deal for you. Offer five hundred and a wooden duck. Does this <laughs> guy who just talked look like he actually knows what he's talking about? I mean, you can't tell for sure. Okay. He he might know what he's talking about. All that you see this guy is he's very large. He's taller than Ulsa. And looks to be about as strong, if not a little stronger than Ulseth. And has a lot of scars. What do you do? But is dressed very nicely. What do? I'm uh, a blacksmith on the estate. What's your name? <clears throat> the name's Cable. You are talking to an orc right now. So, can you give a full layout of the estate? <clears throat> Mostly. There's a few areas that I'm not allowed in. But I can do my best to sketch them from memory. I've been in every room in the house. And you know what sort of security measures they have in place? More or less. They don't tell me everything. But I can give you general floor plans. If you throw in what everything you know about <clears throat> to Blaffin. <laughs> What do you want to know about Tablafin? I'll give you that for free. Anything and everything you know. What's his tragic backstory? Uh, I think his tragic backstory is that he got kicked in the ass too many times and then forgot how to have, I don't know, anything less than a day of being a prick. That doesn't sound that tragic. <laughs> it's tragic for everyone else. And they all kind of start cracking up at that. Can I just casually look at what they're eating here? Sure. What kind of food? Are they eating olive cheese or what? None of them are eating olive cheese. Okay. Not even the ones that we ordered for them? No. Are they, are, do they all get delivered to the tables? Yeah, it's slowly being brought out to all the tables. It, did we start a riot? <laughs> no, people are mostly just confused. They're casually the, sliding it to the side of the table. The the food that's in front of them looks like just normal bread. So, to Bluffin, describe him other than being a dick. He's the general manager. What are his duties? Oh, he keeps the estate in order. Um... I mean, 
he's basically all of our bosses. He oversees most of the operations. He's the only one that gets to talk directly to any of the Grotfels. He work he still works for the head of the family, Gintian. But it's expected he'll be one of the people that gets to stay on after Gintian dies. What's what's his personality like? Um bastard. To be fair, he's a right bastard to all the Grotfels too. He's really good at his job. Oh, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Can each of you do your best impression of him? Well, we can try, sure. I, I'll sort of amalgamate them into a single a approximation. Oh, I want a bunch of sarcastic uh, <laughs> joke <laughs> responses from it. All right. <laughs> Ask and you shall receive, apparently. I mean, that's how I imagine people oh. talk about some of their bosses. Ashwood. My name's Tom Lawson. You're doing your job wrong. <laughs> You're stupid. Does he ever say you suck? Don't really think so. What's not in his lexicon? Not that I've heard him use. Well, what's a loser? He's just sort of an arrogant jerk. Seems to hate everybody. Hmm. But I'll give him some credit. He knows how to keep things in order. I guess that's something. I will say I wouldn't want his job. He has to deal with other Grotfels. So one reason we don't totally shit on him and make his life miserable. He does keep the Grotfels off of all of us. Does he hang out anywhere in, in the town? Well, I don't see him too much. He's got a, well, the rest of us are a pretty big family. Small family for him. You know, he's got about, I think, 14 kids. It's just a single litter. I was gonna say, that seems like way too few children. <laughs> I mean, it's big for us, but small for tabaxi families. Yes, we have too many children. How many siblings do you have? Eleven. So we ate three of them. <laughs> what? What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, nice. <laughs> they don't have names yet, so it's fine. <laughs> so you come from an extra small family. You used to be 11, so... <laughs> oh, no. Got those numbers down! Oh, this got dark real quick. <laughs> uh, the realities of kittens and cats. They do occasionally just eat the babies, because they're terrible. So do guinea pigs. So I'm trying to make sure we don't look at small, lesson. cute animals the same way again. <laughs> so, where does to, where is Tablafin's house? Not too far from the Grotfell Estate. Give me an address. 
He gives you the address. Why wow, we didn't even have to pay for that. I told you. You can get whatever information you want about him for free. I appreciate that he keeps the Grotfels off of us, but he is a royal pain in the ass. Does he have any weaknesses? Any you need to observe secrets? someone for like a minute, right? To, yeah, to get their voice, K- down. voice and cane sound. Weaknesses? I don't know. Vices. Vices. Getting secrets, things that he would not want other people to find out about. Especially, uh, Things you know. that he would want things to find out about. By the very nature, uh, he doesn't tell me those things. Mm. We're not exactly friends. Who is his friends? I don't think anyone is. Mm. He's got his family, and that's about it. As far as I can tell. So, a layout of the estate for expressly for illegal purposes, <laughs> with a focus on wherever the voice is staying. Well, that'll be the hardest bit to get, but I'll see what I can do. 200 gold. Five. Four and a half, and you get wooden duck. I'm not dropping lower than five. You can't, I, get, I got you that duck as a present. Well, I have two of them. <laughs> I got you both as a present. Then I make them a kiss. 500 gold? Yeah. And none of you say anything? I think that's fair. I'll share it between all of us. I have learned that you do not pay for everything in advance. 100 now, 400 when we get the map. Seems fair. All right. Bring it to a dead drop outside a warehouse an abandoned warehouse. And I give him the address of that, wherever the hell that warehouse was. <coughs> okay. Just leave it there, and you'll get your money. Alright. I can do that. I'm very good at this illegal stuff. Hmm. Where'd you learn about dead drops? What? Where'd you learn about that? I just made that? it up. <laughs> You're a pioneer! <laughs> Congratulations. Tromar taught me. Who? Tromar, my mentor. The captain? Yeah. We hang out with a lot of criminals. (laughs) Is there anything (laughs) else? We're actively committing crimes. Is there anything else that you you think that we can, information we can gather from here at the Salty Dog? Is there any, with that payment, is the security just guards? Are we dealing with magic security? I should talk like a lizard guy here, shouldn't I? I mean, use whatever voice you're comfortable with. Is there magic security we should be concerned about, or...? Well, yeah. I mean... Most illusions get dispelled immediately on the grounds. Just illusions? Yes. It's not too hard to overpower. It, it came about because, well, the former lady of the estate got tired of her children playing tricks on her. All right. 
it, it doesn't get rid of all sorts of things, but low-level illusions, they can't be cast there. More powerful stuff? Probably. The spells aren't that powerful. Remember the dragon family. They're kind of cheap. I'm just removing 100 gold from my inventory before I forget. Okay. All right. Do we get his magic, tragic backstory? Yeah, he works with the grad pills. Is that where he got all the scars from? Yeah. Did he say that? He's a blacksmith. It's always hot did you, metal. Did you find out more about the the uh, oh the alarms, the guards? Are there uh, any magic alarms? Hmm. Don't know. If there are, I don't know about those. I can guess that the more valuable things probably have some sort of protection on them. But I'm not much with magic. I'm a blacksmith. I am good at making accurate sketches. Did they make you work on anything for Finn? No. No, never touched anything further. You saw some to? of it move through, but... <laughs> What? I said, do you want to? <laughs> Not especially, no. Oh, all right. <laughs> I always found that stuff a little creepy. Oh, yeah. I'm the blacksmith. I make sure that the fixtures are repaired, make them new weapons. Shoes for their horses. Those sorts of things. Do you take care of locks and keys? Generally, I... Take care of those, yes. Well, can we get key then? To what? Everything. Whatever is there. I don't have a master key. I'll make keys for simple things. Their rooms? Well, once the key is made, then the mold is destroyed. It was worth a try. Yep. I mean, I can give you a key that can get you into a place like the stables, but... That could be an escape plan. Hmm. Not much well, else. It would be very helpful if we were to get keys to whatever you can get keys to. That uh, are labeled. Yes. <laughs> That'll be an extra ten gold. All right. Five gold! I named my price. I'm not moving. I already handed him ten. That doesn't stop negotiations. Yeah. I'll bring you what keys I can when I bring them up. Uh, are you familiar with what is locked and what is not? Every door in the entire estate can lock. I have made a key for almost every room. Except the guest room at the top. That was made by somebody else. I don't know who. So, guest room is at the top? That's where they have all the special dignitaries and VIPs stay. So the voice would be there. I know the voice is there. Seen him. Was he cool? No. I like him! He doesn't think voice is cool, but he thinks I'm cool. We don't meet a lot of people who actually think the voice is cool. I'm beginning to think he's not that popular. 
Oh, he's very popular. My daughter loves him. We also talk to very seedy people, so. That's true. <laughs> if someone says they don't like NSYNC, you know they're evil. Well done. Thank you, Kmore. We're off to do more illegal things now. Wait! Just please stop sending us olive cheese. <laughs> I take a look at the olive cheese. Okay. And I take one. Is it cheese okay. in the shape of an olive? Like a big olive? No. Oh. It's uh It's a, it's an olive that Are you going to try one? Yes. So, it is an olive. And as you bite into it, and you pierce through the skin of the olive, and then your teeth come down on the pit. It's not like a biting through an olive with that sort of uh, meaty texture to it. No. It's more like biting into bechamel. Soft and rich cheese with the flavor of olive mixed through it. You can also, you can taste that there's a hint of uh, red pepper that's been spread throughout. And it's all this swirling mass of flavored jamming. Then why are people not eating it? Because it's awful. <laughs> I'm going to sit down at the table and eat my bread. So the bread that you're eating, <laughs> the meat bread, yeah, it is um, the shape of. I want you to picture like a nice, like like a country loaf, right? Mm -hmm. It's a country loaf. As you slice into it, and it's, it's crispy. And it, it's texture, and you see things flaking uh, away. Uh, well, as you're like tearing it away, and it's kind of flaky, with a bit of that sort of baguette texture to it. The the interior of it is soft and warm. It it melts with marbled fat and little little mildly crunchy air pockets on the inside. The server comes over and says, may I offer you some butter for that? Many of our patrons like to butter their meat bread. What's the butter fused with? The butter is fused with something that would be otherwise impossible. Lemon. Lemon? Yes, they fuse lemon and butter together. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna, Finally. I have this some, is like the new Sprite. I have something to make this more palatable, and I'll just spread some of Dole's paste on it. <laughs> so, you are Torben. Oh, we're back there. <laughs> the uh, no, oh, oh, no. The server is Torben. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, how can I help you? Ah, do you happen to have any fritters, or better yet, pretzels? 
You know, it's funny you should ask. <laughs> the snake pretzels. <laughs> the chef just got done. Now preparing his uh, brand new dessert line. This is a real work. You wheel it out <laughs> on a cart. <laughs> I will bring it out. For, would you like to try some? I, want, I think you. I want I a little do. display on a cart. I think you do. I'm gonna bring some out for you. I'll be right back, folks. Do you like the voice? Do you like the voice? <laughs> I'm asking you. <laughs> Oh, I like what you like. <laughs> oh, can he? Can right. our server please just bring the tray of the plastic desserts <laughs> that they don't? <laughs> Back when they thought it was a good idea just to do not food to display what kind of food they have. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was a time. That, um, Back when they asked, would you like the smoking or non-smoking section? Yeah. Life in yeah, the 90s. We all miss um, Homestar Runner. <laughs> <laughs> so, getting uh, home, watching Homestar Runner, catching that rerun of Home Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This just got hyper specific. <laughs> Welcome for the first time, 90s kids. If you grew up in the 90s, this is suddenly really relevant to you. We've been avoiding our own demographic for a long time. Out of fear. <laughs> Some of us grew up when there was no such thing as a non-smoking section. It was just smoking. It was. That's all there was. Yep. And look well, at what happened. Well, hey, the good yeah. news is... And we had leaded gas in all of the cars. <laughs> the good news is that we grew up when there was a non-smoking section. But it didn't matter. <laughs> no, it didn't, no. Because it was still the smoking section. It really ruined the flavor for high C ecto cooler. Yeah. The first yeah. the first non-smoking section I ran into was you walk into the restaurant and say, could I go to the non-smoking section? And there were two tables stuck in the corner with a little sign saying no smoking on them. That was it. Yeah. yeah. The good old days. Definitely helped. The one we yeah. want back. Clear right? air everywhere. Very clear. Yeah. And the... Uh, the tile, the drop tile ceiling. Oh, you lift those panels brown. up, and it's just, you see the tile color about halfway up. You see the real color, and you're like, oh, I thought they had installed these at that sort of brownish color. Mm -hmm. No, nope, what, what are we talking about now? Dessert. <laughs> What's for dessert? So they wheel out. Um, I heard that you guys like apple fritters, so I brought you our apple fritter. And lays out a fritter. Looks looks just like a fritter. I poke What's it. in it? It's an apple fritter. And? It's dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> if I bite into it, is it gonna be like biting into an apple? It is gonna be an experience that's out of this world. I, I have an experience that's out of this world. Do I need to roll a Constitution check? No. I mean, I could, you can. You don't need to though. So nines, what did you bite into? I don't know yet. <laughs> so you you handle a fritter. I squeeze it first. I squeeze it a few times. It, it seems to behave like uh, like you'd expect. I bend it. Just like seems to <laughs> seems to do that. Can't bend a fritter. 
Knives can bend a fritter. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, you're just doing the kind of like. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Otherwise, it goes. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't make that sound, but you know. I pull the stem off of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I bite into it. As you sink your teeth into, I don't sink it in. I <laughs> carefully. No. The first, the first attempt, we're not using teeth at all. So you're just coming. I'm coming. I'm okay. coming. Oh, you're gonna, you're just on it, and you. It, it feel textually, it feels like a fritter does as you like, on it. Mm-hmm. Do it. <laughs> I bite into the fritter. As you sink your son te- of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> As you sink your teeth into the fritter, it, it it takes it's this dense mealy texture, and you realize that their apple fritter is fused with real apple on the inside. It's crisp and tart, and you core. you realize that there's even seeds in here. And that they've cheaped out, and they've used red delicious. <laughs> but where's the apple? And you, your teeth are now embedded in this outside flaky crust that as your two little incisors pierced through, you could feel the skin of the apple break underneath it, and you now have the texture of apple skin and fritter pastry all wrapped in one. And there's not a good flavor to be found because it's red delicious. Do you need an olive cheese to get that taste out of your mouth? <laughs> Isn't that a, a thing? thing? <laughs> I find it remarkable. I, I, could, say a, I could say a whole lot about it. I can't believe you're introducing the big bad of this 53 episodes in. (laughs) What? Torvin? Yeah, I hate him now. Whoever the chef is. (laughs) Who's the man behind the curtain, Alexis? (laughs) It's just Torvin back there. It was always Torvin. (laughs) Torvin's got a weird sort of, like, food magic that... That just pulls how, stuff together. How does Torvin hold his hands when he talks to me? See, like. <laughs> Torvin holds his hands behind his back. Okay, I figured he's What is he doing thing. behind his back? He's, he he kind of has his hands behind his back, yeah. and he's standing like this, like. So, isn't that. Does he sometimes tuck his thumbs dying. into his apron? No, no, that would be on. He doesn't wear an apron. How oh. many other servers are in this restaurant? There's at least four. Do they all look like Torvent? No, I mean they're all wearing the same uniform. Are they all acting like he is? Oh, they they all have the same sort of demeanor. They have the hey folks, how are you today? They all have that. Well, Seth, I think this is a cult. The fritter? No, the fritter's was terrible. I just throw it at uh. someone's table. I'm uh. glad that you like it. <laughs> That's the best reaction I've gotten so far. Call your mouth, pay the man so we can leave. I'm not going to pay him. He just, you said that you were going to pay for lunch. I'm not paying for this. 
Well, I'm not paying for this, and I walk out. I'm Wait. not paying for this. Koromon <laughs> said that he would pay for this. Is uh, is there someone eating the watermelon pasta? Uh, yeah. I go up to their table and I take a bite. Okay. <laughs> you <laughs> your teeth, dude. So you slurp the noodle up. Uh, the person who'd ordered this, she looks at you like, what are you doing? I am taste tester. I am tasting tests. You slurp up the noodle, and although it has sort of the qualities and physical responses of a noodle, as you are chewing it, the noodle has the fibrous texture of watermelon, and it lacks the starchiness that you would expect. It has been replaced with mild watery sweetness. So as you chew, little uh, like it gets watery in your mouth as you chew. And then you they spit have out a served seat. this with a tomato sauce. <laughs> oh. Just and spit the out some tomato seed. sauce fused with what? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> the, the, the tomato sauce has been fused Interestingly, with basil. Okay, that doesn't sound so bad. You bite into the tomato sauce, and you realize that most of it is actually just basil leaves. And they, like, taste fine, but there's so many of them that you're kind of, mm, mm, they're getting in your teeth everywhere. So it's a very basally juicy mouth. Very wet. I cannot emphasize how wet this is. It's, it's, it's watermelon like, it's pasta. It's like canned spinach texture. Um, That's giving it a lot of credit. I think that has more body than what this does. It, it's like eating a dr very dry salad with tomato sauce and then water. It's sweet mildly water. sweet. And seasoned. And crunchy. <laughs> it's that fibrous watermelon, yet somehow all slurps like pasta. So before we leave the restaurant and <laughs> Coromont pays for, for everything. I already left. Um, is there anything else that Did you need to tell us that's been fused? Was there anything else I can get you all before you leave without paying? <laughs> <laughs> It's a common problem for this restaurant. Oh, yeah, we price it into our menu. <laughs> Great, I just leave. <laughs> I do take the bowl of watermelon pasta with me. From the lady? Yeah. Well, you've already I, eaten some of it. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Hey, I was eating that. Well, I weren't. I was watching you for five minutes. It's delicious. Insight check. Give me my watermelon <laughs> pasta back. It's my favorite dish. Now I definitely really need. I was I was just saying insight check. Now I actually rolling one. Okay, go ahead. Twenty one. You can't believe this, but you're. She's telling the truth. You're fairly certain she's not lying. Hmm. I hand it back and never return to this place. Well, folks, I am glad you came here, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. 
remember us in your dreams. <laughs> mm -hmm. Are those fused to something too? <laughs> when we have to roll for a pretzel they check later, are we gonna roll at disadvantage now? Maybe. We didn't have a pretzel. We'll, we'll definitely have a pretzel before we go to bed. So now that you're leaving the restaurant, where are you going to next? So you need to hear to bluff and talk, right? If you want, if we want you to impersonate him. Is that planned now? Mm -hmm. I mean, if if there's a guy who looks like you and you can impersonate people, you're the only one in the group that can impersonate people accurately from all your training. So <laughs> this checks out. Yeah, this, this is this is normal. Yeah. So this uh, is very convenient. That person looks just like me. And is in a position of power. Uh -huh. Exactly. And that the change. He doesn't look, for can't... the record, you haven't seen him, but he does not look just like you. Why don't we go to his house? I'm going to turn into someone for him to yell at for a minute. <laughs> and you just have a stopwatch. Does that work? Mm -hmm. I, I think we can all just go up there and well, just sell him something. No, I want him to not know what's. I don't want him to know our faces. No. We will all sit back at a respectful You guys distance. hide around the corner and just listen. Does that work? Yeah, let us do that. It and sounds like a plan. I'll we have seen him, idea. and I can turn into him when we disguise you. I mean, I need to change, like, a stripe pattern or something. I don't well, know. so you can just turn into him and then sound like him. Yeah, but I won't get the personality right. Fine, let's do that plan. All right. Let's roleplay minute of angry yelling. I go. To, let's head to his estate his uh, household mm -hmm. that we got an address for. Okay. Um, you set off towards his household and we're going to take a quick break. I hope that you all enjoyed as much as I did the fusion restaurant. That was horrible. Um, I'm going to burn it down before we leave this town. And we will see you all in a few. So in the meantime, uh... Get up, use the bathroom, and find yourself some meat bread. See yeah. you soon. Welcome back, Dungeoneers. Hope you enjoyed your break and your meat bread. No. They're no. their heads. No. They didn't like the meat bread. When we left off, you had just left uh, um, the, the most interesting no. restaurant that you had been to. <laughs> it was um, challenging. It was, it was an adventure. It was adventurous. So, it was interesting. <laughs> what I realized is that having left the restaurant, that the only one who had anything at all to eat was Snines. I ate, I ate like half a loaf of meat bread. You did? Yeah. Oh. Oh, did we did we bring our uh, did we? Oh no, get we the, forgot uh, to the bring the bag? least. We we forgot to bring the least disgusting thing that they have for takeaway. I'm feeding the rest of it to the sevens. Not uh, sevens. No, it's tens. Not eating it. What, you you love meat. Good tens to know your mother. Be <laughs> like nines. Remember what sevens did to nines. That's what tens is best. So, you were Azoria. Yeah. How did you manage to eat half of that? We had, I was hungry. Ooh. 
It just tasted like meat. Perhaps we will pass something along the road here. I mean, I might. <laughs> <laughs> well, let us move very quickly to Tobias. I have a question about that watermelon pasta I ate. Yeah. Like, can I? Are there just still seeds that somehow just get in weird places? It's the seedless kind of seeds, so they're kind of like the underdeveloped white things. <laughs> the underdeveloped white things? The, the small white yeah, seeds know, that you... are edible because they're not. They, ha they haven't developed fully. When you buy a seedless watermelon, it still has like seeds in it. They just harvest them early enough where they haven't like matured. fully matured. So they're, so they're like, not these hard little, like, white tab looking things and yeah. you can eat them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what's in that. We're heading yeah. to Laffin's estate. Sure, you're there. All right. Okay. Wow. That's, we, that was fast. I'm glad we figured out the address this time. You were talking city. along the way. Do we have a map of the city? Not really, but. We have um, Coromon. You have Coromon and, and Holwyn, and yeah. they're helping out. Oh. All right. So. Someone lives here, so. No. They, they, they don't, don't live here. They don't. Neither of them technically live here. They're just familiar with the city. Owen's from Costeria. Well, do you guys know of tragic backstories of our compatriots? Isn't Hillwyn like living here right now for a while? At least? Temporarily, while they try and get dirt. Well, yeah, home. yeah. So I don't huh. really consider it my home. It's just kind of the place that I'm at for the moment. Well, that's Claire of Clarity now. I'm, <laughs> there we go. That's Claire right that's, there. So <laughs> that was clearly. <laughs> Cormoth. I would like to talk to Claire. <laughs> Cormoth. Yes. You're a ne'er do well. Where would four people hide so that they could hear the voice of the tabaxi we're about to meet? How about in the bushes outside the windows? I hide in the bushes. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> All right. Can, My I, eyes can are just... I fit behind the bushes? <laughs> Not real well, but. His shoe stouts give him advantage on stealth. If you kind of like lay down, you know, there, there's. I'm just gonna wait around the corner. There, there's like some bushes, so like there's the front of the house, and the door is framed by like two sets of bushes, and yeah. you could lay down behind one of them. I'll I'll wait around the corner of the next house. Okay. Nines, are you? Uh, I'm I'm in the bush. Okay. You're in the bush. Okay. I've, is it a prickly bush? It's like an evergreen, so, it, I mean, it's a little um, pointy, but it's not really prickly. And, and, you know, it's a trimmed hedge, so there's branches and stuff. It's not uncomfortable, but it's not comfortable. All right. Prepare for my performance. Are you going to roll for it? I turn into the kid from the pretzel stand. Okay, sure. And I change my outfit to look like basically just a dirty smock sort of thing. Like, okay. you know, like an apron and All right. basic, really cheap clothes. Got it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing. Just... All right. Um, this bush is not finding you funny. Okay. Good. Um, I go knock on the door. <laughs> You have got this voice nailed. <laughs> I'm a changeling. Th this, is, this is the best I have ever heard you do one of the voices I do. 
great. Thanks. I am loving this. Thanks. I'm so not you, sure it's a compliment. You you go knock on the door. Yeah. Okay. Um. A rather disheveled looking uh, tabaxi answers the door. Is a does he look a little like nines? Even a little bit. There's a passing resemblance. Uh, Mr. Tablaflin, sir. What is it? Hey, um, I have something to report. What? Who are you? I work. I'm a new hire at the state. Who hired you? Um. Well, it's a second cousin's um third aunt. Uh, I'm not good with the names. I'm st- there's a lot of people. Clearly. What is the problem? So, there's a broken chandelier. Which chandelier? Uh, the big one. I was trying to clean it and I fell. You were trying to clean the chandelier? Yeah, yeah I, put a, I put a sponge on a stick and knocked it over. Onto some vase? With a griffin on it? I don't know, it looked important. <laughs> but nice the, eye twitch. <laughs> uh, Thank you. I, I I have practiced that for these moments. Yeah, so, practice by talking to us. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to get a, a rag to clean up all the blood, and um, I knocked a bottle of wine onto that fancy guy who's staying here, the singy guy. Co- covered all his clothes with red wine and um. He started yelling at me, and I backed up into like all these like holographic cats that stack up. They looked, they were in a case, and stop I'm talking. Okay, sir. Go away. I do not want to see you again. But they told me that I should come and talk to you. You have done so. Now go away. But they told me I have to bring you back to the estate or else they'll kill me. I will be down in three minutes. Do not move. But wait, sir. Wait, no, I stick my foot in the door. (laughs) Ow! What? Um, uh, you're not gonna tell anyone, are you? I will take care of it. Um, should I also tell you about what happened with the bed? The bed? Yeah, the big bed on the second floor. Madame Galondra's bed. Yeah, I guess. What happened with her bed? (laughs) Um, well, sorry. Um, I think you should roll a constitution or concentration check. <laughs> constitution. Is the door still pressing in on my foot? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, this hurts a lot, sir. Um, I am aware. <laughs> uh, well, okay, so um, I saw there was a feather in it, so I thought there might have been a goose that got into the bed. And uh, so I started, you know, tearing it open. And there's a whole lot of 
feathers, I think there's a bunch of geese that moved into the bedroom. <laughs> Never clean anything. Ever. Again. Anywhere. You know, you're being really nice about this. <laughs> they said you were gonna yell at me. I reserve yelling for those I can forgive. For those I cannot. I do not waste the energy. Now leave. I will be there soon. It has it been about a minute? <laughs> it has it been about a minute? Yeah. Okay. I turned off my stopwatch that was ticking awkwardly in the background. Uh, bye. <laughs> Is your foot still in there? <laughs> you, you hear the door frame sort of like crunching under what is bound to be extreme anger. You, I, can I get closer to a window? Yeah, sure. Make a stealth check. Jeez, my stealth checks are terrible. Eight. Okay. You're not super well hidden. There's, and, and you're kind of aware of it because there's not a great hiding place between like the window and the bush. There's like, there's not a, it's not awesome. Either someone in the street is definitely gonna see you like snooping in the window, or there's a pretty good chance that they'll notice like the cat head between the window and the bush. And you are aware of this. As a cat, I just keep walking like I meant to do that. <laughs> walk away. <laughs> just, just walk away. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you're not gonna try to observe through the window? Well, I take a, as I'm walking away, I take a look around to see if anyone noticed. Uh, make a perception check. I got cat butt. That's not good. You... Do I see anyone? I am on the street. You can make a perception check, too. Okay. You don't see anyone notice you. 25. Well, <laughs> I am master of stealth, I will try again. <laughs> You don't see people obviously noticing him. The, you realize that there's a lot of windows on this street. This is a little bit nicer part of town. There's some houses that are a little larger than the rest of the city. And there's a lot of windows with a lot of curtains drawn over them. And you you kind of sense that maybe someone could be, like, watching you, but you can't be sure. But you do notice there's a whole lot of potential sight lines to see something suspicious. Here, quick. Have some guidance. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, oh, go hands. away, street urchins! My hands are clammy and wet. Sorry. <laughs> like that fusion restaurant. Oh. <laughs> 
Have you tried our clams? <laughs> no, please, God, no. We can... fuse them with Parmesan cheese. Can I stealth again? <laughs> uh, where are you trying to stealth to this time? Uh, did, did we see where he walked into his house? I just assume Back he's to going door. to blow up in just a moment. We didn't really. He closed the door. Like, I don't think I need to be like, that close. I just want to know the cadence of his screaming. You can, oh, you can hear his screaming. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. He, he is cursing very loudly. What does that sound like? What does it sound like? If it's muffled behind a door frame. <laughs> Not dissimilar to that. He's speaking your um, native tabaxis. So they are curse words that you know quite well. The rest, like of your, the rest of your companions <laughs> and dog <are> <laughs> and dong. <laughs> the worst of the Tabaxavoy swears. You're gonna get us banned. You said booger on it. <laughs> so sometimes I say booger flicker. <laughs> you you do have ban me Twitch. I dare you. <laughs> I, I think it's pronounced booger. Booger booger flicker. <laughs> <laughs> you are um, you're perfectly capable of hearing what the anger sounds like well, he, you know he's shouting and yelling and definitely venting a lot of frustration is he hitting anything no okay no well I think I burned this identity I hope he never goes to Nordville Oh no. <laughs> if it doesn't happen canonically, it could happen in an improv. <laughs> I uh, find a quiet spot to turn back into Ortax. Okay, sure. You do that. I poke my head around the corner of the next <laughs> house and say, Are you finished? Can you do a perception yes. check to see if someone just saw you snooping around the corner? No. <laughs> We're all set here, I think. Yes, Steins? Mm-hmm. Shall we go to... Yes, I think I'm good. We probably got it figured out. Uh, Me being classically trained actor. Let us go you? to the Thieves' Guild. Well, I classically leveled up and picked that as a feat. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> the simulation is breaking down again. Uh, well, we're not in, we're not in a simulation. That was like two sessions ago. Uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh no, we are having a space-time. Okay. Distortion. That's... No, we're not going to be in space until the one shot. Where are you going now? Should we check out the the? Uh, you said the thieves. The guild. thieves guild. Yes, this food might be better there. So you want to go to the Thieves Guild? Yes. Yeah. We're cool. We're cool. Nine stole something once. It was what pie. Did you steal a pie. A whole pie. Um, you stole a pie. And the pan. Yeah, it's a whole pie. I have. Do you want um, me to show you? <laughs> I do a smell check. A smell check? There could be a pie just chilling on the windowsill. Okay, ma make a perception check. Sure. Uh, 18. Hmm. 
Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, there's a pie. Why not? I, I search for the pie. You find the pie. It's not. It's not hard. It's a. It's a fragrant uh, rhubarb pie. It's I, a fusion pie. I have. I stole fifty gold worth of the voice's personal jewelry. I still have that. <laughs> Did you steal anything else from him? Um. Some bottles of. Uh... I have a whole lot of chateau of really bad wine that I had. Like a lot. I've been trying to go through it and I've mostly been burning it on people. We're the good guys! <laughs> well, burning it and then throwing it. We gave it to pirates and they threw it on people. I stole five pounds of platinum silverware. From? Oh, well, it was more like reclaiming it, I think. It was from an abandoned city. Gormov! Gormov! I'm stealing part, are you watching? I am watching. I'm gonna do a stealth check! Go ahead, do a stealth check. I got a 15 on my stealth check. I mean, you steal the pie. It's not hard to steal the pie. You feel like no one probably noticed you. <laughs> I, I, I didn't no, feel it, no. but I have this cool cup. I have an audience, so I know at least one person saw me steal yeah. this pie. Yeah, at least one person yeah. saw you steal the pie. I, Does Cormonf look impressed? Make a perception check. And no, make an insight check. Eight. It might be. He's very impressed. I've never seen him steal pie. I have this cool cup. I didn't steal it. It was given to me. <laughs> I like how we went from we don't trust Koromov to I, I, I wonder how many things I've stolen <laughs> would make him feel impressed. I, I, I stick it on you, his you ear. You guys had this like real quick yeah. like trust arc with him. <laughs> I like, don't trust this you. Is, this hey, is listen, to watch me if steal you, things. If you get through the fusion restaurant together, that's basically a blood oath. <laughs> So this is the person who stole all of our gold uh-huh. right under the nose of the company house. Yeah. And now you're showing him all of the objects that have value. No, not right. all of them. I have a lot no. more. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it all in this bag here. <laughs> what, this large bag of holding yeah, where we keep all magic. our valuables? It's a, it's a rare magic item, actually, in and of itself. Here, put this cup to your ear. Why? It's magic. What will it do? Clean your ear. Clean my ear? Yeah. My ears need cleaning. Everyone's does. See, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> it looks empty, right? Yeah, it yeah. looks empty. <laughs> you gotta hold it there a little longer. It can't clean if you don't put it there. Alright. Not taking it off. <laughs> and it keeps on cleaning. <laughs> Why do you have that? It was a gift from a dear friend. Why did you keep it? Because it's a gift from a dear friend. Oh, should I show him the fervent thing? No. Oh, but we stole it from him. No. You think that's all impressive? Yeah. No. Well, no, he's... 
I'm pretty sure he's impressed with me stealing a pie, so I don't think he'll be impressed with whatever you have. So was the rhubarb pie fused with anything? No, it was just a rhubarb pie. <sighs> Why would someone fuse? We could have stolen it from the chef. That could have been his house. It wasn't. That chef doesn't live in a nice house. <laughs> so, are we at the Thieves Guild? <laughs> just. <laughs> I mean, you haven't really had a thing. Coromanth was going to ask, and then he just started like showing him things <laughs> he stole and actively stealing things yes. in front of him. Yeah. So, can we be in the Thieves Guild now? Why do you want to be in? So we can ask people about how to break into the house. Fine. I can bring you to the Thieves' Guild. But you'll have to be blindfolded for part of the way. Why? You're not a real member yet. We didn't steal any. Does that count? I don't know what provisional. I think it has to do with food. Oh, like provisions. Yeah. Okay, we're in. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Follow me. Cormont leads you through a series of alleyways, um, actually through a couple of occupied homes. If we're, if, when we get blindfolded, can I use my shape-shifting abilities to subtly sh- sh- make my forehead smaller and smaller so that until my eyes are pe- peeking up outside of the blindfold? I think he's going to catch on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. I mean, I think technically, yes, you could do that as a changeling. But they're just gonna put a bag over your head. Uh-huh. Don't you? Get, isn't there a species that have like a third eye, like right up here? I could be I a spider seen. and have eight eyes. I could turn into a spider. Anyway, we're going with Goromoth. Goromoth, are we there yet? He leads you through a series of twisting and turning passageways, going behind through, under, and occasionally over buildings. And eventually he arrives at a rather unassuming business. It's a little later in the day, sun is starting to set, and he knocks on the business's door. Is it a special knock? No, just a regular knock on the door. Are we all knocking on the door? No. <laughs> Someone We're comes doing to sound effects. <laughs> We're a high production value. How may I help you? <laughs> I have three guests. I would like to have us uh, be joined by their presence for tonight's dinner. Do you still have accommodations? I'm still carrying the pie. The so. woman who answers the door just says, Ah, oh, very well. Come, please come in, all of you. We still have some tables available in the back. She leads you 
past a counter. It looks to be a you know fairly straightforward bar. So it leads you through a doorway, past the kitchen, into another room. Now, if the three of you wouldn't mind putting these bags on. We were told there would be blindfolds. Mm, technical difference, I suppose. There is quite a difference between a blindfold and a bag. I put on the bag. Okay. What's it smell like? A mm, little musty. Can someone else put the bag on my head? I'm holding a pie. Sure. <laughs> someone else puts the bag on your head. There's a little, you know, tie, and then they... Is it like a bow tie or one of those bolo ties? <laughs> it's a drawstring tie. Mm. So closer to a bolo. I mean, it is. <laughs> a bolo tie is basically yeah. a drawstring a string with tie a rock on it, yeah. With like a little clasp. Mm-hmm. So... You are led through a series of passages. Can I try and keep track? Um, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Make an make an intelligence check. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, thirteen. You. You kind of make a mental map in your head, but you realize partway through, like, you're not getting all of it. You could have, like, a partial reconstruction, a vague idea of which way you went. There were a lot of turning elements. Um, when you get into another room, you kind of feel yourself go through this doorway and the pressure changes. You can feel it kind of shifting into a different environment. It's colder, more damp here. You're led to some chairs and they help you sit down. And you hear some kind of low rumbling conversations going on. Coromont then takes the bags off of your head one at a time. Do I still have all my belongings? Yes. Do Seven. I still have my pie? Uh, yeah. 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 Nothing is stolen from you. Did they put a bag over Tenza's uh, head? No. So he knows the directions. We just have to speak to him. I have a harmonica for that. Yes, he just needs to learn how to speak. Yeah. Welcome to the Thieves Guild. It's a fairly well-lit room with comfortable chairs around nice oak tables. There's a bar that looks like it has fairly good liqueurs behind it. Is it an open bar or is it a cash bar? It seems to be a cash bar. Now, what would you like to discuss here? You asked me to bring you. I have. What are you hoping to gain? Um, ways to circumvent magical and others 
unknown security that might be in the keep, the manor. We just escaped from the keep. Maybe someone could have smuggling. I can ask around. If you'll excuse me, I'm going to order us a round of beverages and see if any of my friends may be available. He excuses himself and heads over towards the bar, where there's a little bit larger congregation of individuals, and he seems to be placing an order for some drinks. Do we recognize anyone in the Thieves' Guild? No. So can we just walk around and be like, so you like being a criminal too? <laughs> I mean, sure. Ooh, I'll walk around and do that. <laughs> yeah. That's Lots a very nice thing. Is, is there someone brooding in the corner, flipping a knife or something? Doing like the knife between the finger yeah. thing. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? I, I mean, let's the, lean into the tropes, right? I go to the guy with the knife. Okay. Excuse me, guy with knife. <laughs> Could you cut my pie? <laughs> Very delicately, <laughs> with absolute precision. Can I see if there's a name that's been etched into the blade and then crossed out, like gouged out, or anything mysterious like that? You you see a series of uh, lines and dots in it. I copy them down. <laughs> uh, you recognize them as changeling numbers. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a nice knife. Where'd you get it? I've had it for a while. If you tell me a story, I'll give you pie. What kind of pie? This rhubarb pie. We might be able to make, I don't know, whipped cream on it? I don't know. I never tried it. Whipped cream. It just... Pours cream out, probably. Yeah, it just pours cream. <laughs> yeah, it was it's like, halfway but... there. <laughs> would, would you like this pie? It's damp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... I like that pie. Give me that pie. I, I give them the pie. Now tell us the story of your knife. Pulls out a. A really comically large fork, like, like if the like knife were fork. no, no, if the knife were part of just like a silverware set, is a fork that's equally as large as the knife that just looks like normal silverware, but it's like oversized. It just starts cutting the creamed rhubarb. <laughs> when they do that, like, like they have to kind of angle it so like one of the prongs. Like, oh yeah, it's super awkward. It's, so, it's not useful at all. So where'd you get the knife? My best friend had it for a long time. Who's your best friend? Best friend's name was Javal. What do they do? Unfortunately, Javal died. Did they have a last name? Oh, why want to know that? I might be familiar. Familiar with what? 
There's symbols on that knife. Mmm, just a bunch of scribbles. What do you think they are? Numbers. His name was Solani. Do we know which numbers those are? Uh, yeah, you can see it says nine, nine, seven, eight. So you know the nature of your friend then. Friend was a lot of things to a lot of people. That's very true. A changeling <laughs> to some, I assume. Why would you think that? He's, he's still, I hope you guys are getting the, like, the he's just slowly mm -hmm. stabbing between his fingers. Yep. Oh, yep. good. Yeah. I thought he was just stabbing his hand at this point. <laughs> I come from I the hope they don't charge extra well. for the damage. <laughs> That's mighty interesting. Haven't met one of your kind in a long time. Been more than two decades since my old friend passed. That's almost 30 years. <laughs> where, where did you meet them? <laughs> the math checks out. It is almost 30 years. I really want to throw something at you right now. <laughs> Nothing that I can throw at you without making my life worse. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I'm, I'm recovering from that stupid comment. Yeah. Well, how did you uh, did you recognize these symbols? He said that he was the only one that could read them. I assume he went to a place. He found them. What place would that be? A lost place. <laughs> I like how coy both of you are being. <laughs> maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Don't know, he didn't share anything with me. I said one of the Amristo coins on the table. What do you know about it? No, that used to be worth something. It used to be worth a whole lot of something. You don't know anything, do you? <laughs> Make a perception check. Perception, not insight. Oh, I'm, I'm spotting something. Yeah. Um, 
Um, you notice that their hand is a lot smaller and a different species than their face. Okay. I see. Are you Javal? No, Javal died a long time ago. Mm Mm-hmm. But lives on in a different (laughs) way in our hearts. Always remember, Javal. So what part of the Sulani are you from? <laughs> 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 Quit talking about that. Oh. It's not safe around here. Yeah, I know. They have, like, all of our clan up in a uh, keep about two miles north of here. What? He pulls you, he grabs you. <laughs> like being really coy and then just stopping. <laughs> grabs you, grabs Ulseth, kind of like shoots a look over at Hulwen and Nines and just like okay. pulls you over into uh, one, one of the more quiet corners. It's fairly well lit mm-hmm. in here, so there's not like some dark corner that no one can see. What do you mean you have a whole bunch of us held in like a keeper so what's going on oh yeah so you've been you haven't been around the clan for a while have you for a long time okay so you know brucalion uh yeah he raided with the tashirinan the clan grabbed a whole bunch of our people and our orat mall and he's been using us to manufacture stuff with it. So apparently we're all being they're all being held, including my family, in the keep two ma- two days travel north or something, his secret keep. You stay right. You stay here. Come and keep eating my pie. You, you just come. You give me a few days. I'm gonna go figure this out. All right. Well, we have a job in about a week. Nobody gets to fuck with me and my clan, and especially not that son of a bitch, Bukalian. That arrogant pig. All of us in here, oh, we're gonna show them what for. Well, I think it's Glenvy doing it now. What happened to Brucalian? Uh, didn't you hear he like disappeared like a couple months ago? Don't pay much attention to all that, but. This is the part you're also gonna be coy about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I run hot and cold. Yes, All right. we, have, we have heard from many places that he has been gone for many months. Did you go to Anrista? I found it once years ago. That's where I found his knife. It's just sitting outside he the city. He got that hat. 
a pretty nice hat. It is a pretty nice hat. The feather's from me, though. It's a pretty nice feather. It's a nice feather. It's from a sphinx. Oh. Do you like gum? Pretty nice sphinx. Do you like gum? Oh, <laughs> I, I would have figured you'd still be chewing it <laughs> after 30 <laughs> years. Where'd this come from? It's delicious. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. From on Rista. That's pretty good. Did you not look under every surface? can go inside. I just walked around the outside of the city and um, found some scraps sitting out there. Oh, Clanbury is there now. Well, when I get back from scouting this place out, we're gonna have a lot to unpack. Oh, okay. Like, should I bring my bags then, I guess? Sorry, that was an all stuff joke. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna call some of my good friends who know who I am. We're gonna go figure this out. Oh, that'd be really convenient if they figured it out. <laughs> well, do you think the rest of the world just doesn't advance their own plot? Without us? Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm never around. <laughs> You're... You who may or may not be Jabal. Hmm? Yes. Do you know anybody who could assist us in breaking into the Grandstein... Grotfeld. Grotfeld. <laughs> Have you been paying? What, what notes are you taking? You're acting like nines right now. It's really awkward. What does all this say about, like, the important plot stuff? He's writing poetry. <laughs> Do you know anybody who could assist us in breaking into the manor, uh, but more importantly, also breaking back out? I'll make sure everyone here gives you as much help as you can get. Oh, that'd be nice. Well, that'd be great. You guys are really nice for a thieves' guild. Yes, you are. You, you must have a, some sort of code of honor. We do. Yeah, they talked about it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we do. Why, why wouldn't we have a code of honor? You're thieves? Wait. We steal from you know, rich bastards. Hmm. I guess there is honor among thieves. Hmm. And we try to get back to the community and help them out. We don't keep that much for ourselves. They seem pretty nice. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to share this rest of this pie with all of them. That would be pretty nice. I put the pie out for display and put free for everyone on a little piece of paper. And not poisoned so they don't get suspicious. That's a good point. I write not poisoned. Oh, well, 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 people were a little (laughs) trepidatious. And then you put the not poisoned sign. (laughs) Well, you know, now that you say it that way... I can see how they can be misconstrued. Just I put a little. It out. No, no, I don't cross it out. But I put a winky face on there. <laughs> yeah, to let them know that, like, don't take it too seriously. Uh, don't worry, it's not poison. <laughs> Everyone's lining up for the pie. Um, I put a pie, a cup, or a bowl of cream next to it too. Your newfound companion gets up, signals uh, to several others. What should we call you? I know Midnight Brunch! No, no, we're Midnight Brunch. <laughs> you, you can just call me Javal. Alright. But you said he died ages ago! Like 30 years ago! <laughs> you, you're not keeping up with Your here. friend's no. a little slow, isn't mm-hmm. he? And, and I can't say words. All of us are 30 foot movement speed. I can use a special ability and to go twice that. She walks off, <laughs> having changed her form completely at this point. Mm-hmm. 
and signals for several folks over at the bar. And they set down their drinks and instantly follow her out. We made a friend. They left their drinks on the bar. Uh-huh. Free drinks! Yeah. I take one of the drinks. Okay. How is it? Oh, I'm just holding it to look cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold on to look cool, too. <laughs> I'll lean Coram on the bar a little. comes <laughs> back over. Uh, he and Hulwin are carrying beverages for everybody. <laughs> They're just giving this out. Yeah, oh, it's free drink. It looks cool. You gotta know people, Karamat. You gotta know how to chat with people and get along. I take, I, I take a sip and go, and spit it out. <laughs> Why are you guys drinking the nose juice? <laughs> Is this a reference to a certain show? It, it's definitely a reference to a certain show. It smells like LaCroix. nice. <laughs> I take a sip and then have my nose rapidly change to different types of noses. <laughs> That's what nose juice does. If you, uh, if y'all don't know what I'm referring to, you're, you're missing out. Go watch Our Flag Means Death. Go watch that That's if good. you have access to HBO. Uh, it's excellent. Love it. Gay pirates. Renew it, HBO. <laughs> yeah, what's uh, second I don't know. It's been the number one like streaming show for like 10 weeks or something crazy. So, yeah, we already made friends and a bunch of people agreed to help us and stuff. Do we break in? Yeah. We're friendly people. They just mm-hmm. ran off. Yeah, they're going and telling everyone or something. Not telling everyone, but like going and like getting the crew together or something. I bet they have a sweet montage. They're going to play some cool classic rock music. Yeah, it'd be really cool if we were with them, but we're not. Okay. So, what, what what's the plan then? Well, they're going to get us info, I think, on how to get past security. Did you talk to them at all about what we're trying to break into? The manor. Mm-hmm. And what we're trying to get? No. When we're trying to get it? No. Oh, wait, I thought we did tell them we had a timeline. Yeah. I think I said I have a job in a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So a week. They know roughly approximately uh, more or less what time we we're flying. So fly they didn't or... go... They don't have any information about what we're doing, when we're doing it, why we're doing it, or what the objective is. And they're going to scout something for you. Oh, they're going to scout for Kellyanne's Keep, I think. Mm-hmm. To get the changelings. <laughs> we're good at this! Things are already happening! It may be useful later, it is not useful now, unfortunately. We oh. need to scout the they manor, that... not the keep. Oh, well, what did they you get that... me to drink? Yeah. I... Got you some champagne. I thought, I don't know, it was celebratory. New friends or something. <laughs> At any rate, they said that they were going to find some people who would help us uh, learn about how to break into and also break out of the Ulstein Grotfeld. I said it right. Yeah, they time. said they were going to talk to some friends. Well, instead of saying. In Grab the meantime, Grobstein, I think you said. I've got the names backwards mixed up. It was that fusion restaurant. Every all the words. It got really got you scrambled. Order <laughs> some onion rings here or something. 
Ah, that sounds very good. In the meantime... Why are these fuse of dumplings? <laughs> I was able to find an old acquaintance of mine. Someone who actually has been working at the manor. I think he means a lover. No, I don't. He's overcompensating in that denial. Insight check. I don't have lovers. Well, I got a nine, so... I've never had lovers. It's not really my thing. Why are we finding these things out about him? He's just a very honest person. We're, now that we're friends, we have to learn everything about each other. When did what? we become what friends? What do you want to know, Soria? We became friends when I put his hair in a jar. That is the best way to make friends. How That's how I made all my friends in high school. To outsmart me. Dumb luck. How apropos. Now, hmm. I was able we were to find Afropo. an old acquaintance of mine that works at the estate. And yeah. a woman sidles up to your table. A halfling female. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi. What's your name? My name is Charna. How do you spell I, that? C H A R N A. Does anyone find it weird that we keep asking people how to spell their names? No. No weirder than us writing it down in journals in front of them. That's why I don't respond in the character's name. No. Or voice, not name. I don't. Well, I guess you do respond voice. with the character's name. I, I do respond in the character's name. I don't respond in the character's voice. Because it's a player question, not a character question. Okay, I'll make sure to start saying it in a character voice. There you go. Like I said, name's China. I heard you're having some difficulties with the estate. Need to get in? And out. Out, out is important, too. We learned that. <laughs> yeah. I learned that the hard way. This has been the last, like, two months in a prison. Secret prison underneath the keep. Crazy stuff. Yes, we were all there! We abducted the commander. Which commander? Oh, one of those. Gargan. You abducted Commander Gargan? We did not abduct him. He said that he wanted to leave and we helped him go. Well, under heavily influenced by some sort of weird drug thing. Well, you all are more impressive than I give you credit for. Thanks! I don't yeah. think that's true. I assume my face is just covered in pie right now. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's all stuck in the fur. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being really high and 1 being low, uh, how impressed are you now? I'd say a solid 8. Hmm. That's almost best number. Almost. Now, um... I have a little bit of a soft spot for Brucalian. You guys don't know what happened to him, do you? I like it, Carmen. I look at Olsef. No. I look at nines. Koromoth is like looking back at you just like, now I why look are you at, looking at me? Now I look at Koromoth. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> no, I at, we Now don't. I look at Zoria. I look at Hillwyn. I look at the <laughs> ceiling. Hillwyn is like. I take another sip of champagne. <laughs> okay. 
So are they still now how impressed are they I've with us? I've been worried about him, but I don't trust his sister. Yeah, Glenby's the worst, right? Yeah, she is. Nothing like my sweet tender Brucalia. Mm. <laughs> I look at I Soria. Then I look at Olsef. I look at Nines, and then I look at Zoria, and then I look at Hillwyn. I don't look at Kornalons. Are you going to try to embarrass oh, yeah. Glenvy? Glenvy will never be able to become the head of the family after what we have planned. Okay. What do you have in mind? Oh, uh, we're going to steal a bunch of stuff from The Voice, and maybe them as well. Maybe wrong performance. Well, I might be able to help you. Oh, everyone's so helpful in the Thieves Guild. They are. This, this is, is a nice place. Why they should have one in Nordfeld. <laughs> they should open a branch in Nordfeld. Mm -hmm. We know a place. I can get you the key to the guest bedroom on the third floor. That would but, be very helpful. <gasps> oh, there was a but. I need something in return. What? I need two things in return. Oh. Is it Percalion's hair? It isn't going to no. keep escalating. You said a thing, and now it is two things. It's not going to become three, is it? Do you already have Percalion's hair? Be. Hmm. I have plenty of Percalion's hair. <laughs> All right. Does she pull it out of a vial and smell it? No, I don't smell it. No, we're not talking about you. <laughs> I know. I don't. I know but what you do with our hair. I so need, I need you to make everyone think that Glinvy has terrible smelling gas. I want you to make her fart in front of everybody. She's so uptight and terrible. She's a good embarrassment for all the other dragon families. But I also need an autograph from The Voice. So that's a bit too far. We can make Lady Signed Fart on... Like he has to go like that on the picture? No, oh. he has to sign it, then kiss it. Oh, okay. Oh, you know, it actually got kissed. Oh, no. It'll have the lipstick mark. I know the shape of his lips like the back of my hand. What does the back of your hand look like? Well, it's got a little mole over on the right <laughs> side of it. And, and a scar. <laughs> and there's a little burn mark from when I touched the oven. I was 16, and that's right right above my thumb. It checks out. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, someone asked me what the back of my hand looks like. I would have no idea what to tell them. So. So the voice's lips look like that? With a little mole and a little scar? No, his lips look like his lips. I'm just saying that I know... 
what his lips look like as well as I know the back of my hand. Without prying too much, but I will. <laughs> Why do you, how do you come to know this about the lips? I have every poster he's ever made. You know, he doesn't actually make the posters. <laughs> I know, but he says that he designs all of them within close contact with their actual designers. So he's super attentive to his work. How do we make Lindy fart in front of everyone? Oh, That's your problem, not mine. <laughs> what would you suggest? Do we have a deal? <laughs> I mean, I have minor illusion. Mm-hmm. Now I could wait until we level up and I get major illusion, then we could be if a you, massive if you just fart. Walk past her, wearing a certain kind of shoe. It might just. Well, how would nine shoes help in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Oh. That's the deal. Take it or leave it. Can you tell us anything else about the defenses of the mansion with that deal? You're not going to get any illusion magic past any of the defenses in the castle. Anything else? We already knew that. You can maybe disable a lot of the defenses if you take out the Fervent Generator. Where is that? It's in a small building on the north side of the compound. Most people just think it's a storage room. Supplies for guards. Oh, but no, it's so much more than that. They've got a massive fervent crystal in there that's powering everything from miles that they own. All right. So you're gonna give me that autograph? You can embarrass Glenvy? Yep. We have a deal then? Yeah, do we have to do like a blood oath or what? As I start cutting my hand. <laughs> I need the autograph. Then I get you the key. We have to get you the autograph before the key? Mm-hmm. All right. We'll set up a meeting, and you can get the autograph in person from The Voice. He used to be in a band with The Voice back when he was... Why is she making this deal? This seems like a lot of extra work. All right, fine. Maybe the voice will even kiss you. And you'll have your key. Meet us at the... I don't know anywhere in this town except for that fusion restaurant, and I'm not going back there. Beat us at this desolate warehouse. (laughs) (laughs) Meet us at this desolate warehouse where I'm going to be dropping 400 gold in a barrel. (laughs) You know, why don't we just, like, get a, like, rent a room in a hotel or something? Oh, yeah, that'll work. Where? Where? I mean, there's hotels all over the city. Oh, what? We're new. How about... How about one of the nice ones? I mean, we don't want to be in person in front of the boys. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's a nice one? 
Um, the uh, the silver carp. Not the golden carp. Uh, no, that would be too way too ostentatious. All right, well, come by the silver carp tomorrow at a time. two p.m. <laughs> okay. And I'll be there. One of my associates will escort you up to where we'll have the voice ready to meet you. All right. Good. I'll bring the key. Perfect. But don't let the voice know what, what we're doing. I won't. Okay. And that's where we're going to end today. That was a weird lady. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll see what happens with her and your voice escapades uh, when we return next week. Until then, um, I hope you all stay safe and... Stay away from literal fusion restaurants. Yes, stay away do from not literal eat at literal fusion, fusion restaurants. And until we see you next time, guys, we love you. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye. Thank you.